Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock. It's 534. And Tom Petty. We're back, Stephen Dave, and Rock 102. Good morning. Supposed to be nice this week. Like, maybe even we might get 70 later this week. Huh? Huh? Maybe. Today looks pretty good. Yeah. What do you say we knock off early and go enjoy the day? Yeah, I don't think we can do that. Today's going to be partly partly Cohen with a chance of fun. Oh, I see where you're about that. Uh That's very clever, but I think we can all be honest. There's no chance of fun when Scott gets here. No, there isn't. And uh, he'll be with us uh, later on this morning. I'm sure we're going to talk about golf and basketball and baseball and a few other things. How the Red Sox did so well this weekend. Well, at least they they picked up one. Sweep, right? Yeah. It's also National Submarine Day today. Like the sandwich or uh, the actual machine? I'm going to save the the surprise for later on, Steve. Well, we're all going to be on the edge of our seats trying to figure out the end of that. Well, it's still going to be a surprise because you didn't reveal what the answer was. That's right. It's five, almost 536 with Back Steve and Dave on Rock 102. Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock. It's 551. Whoa! Whoa. Who's running the board over there? I am. Well, yeah, we didn't miss anything. Uh, it's uh, 551 with Back Steve and Dave on Rock 102. Well, technically, you're not running the board if you... kind of running itself. Yeah. You want to let Fleetwood Mac trail off to... A dead yep. silence. Yep. Well, nice. Listen, silence. listen the very end of it's actually the best part of the song. So let it uh, sink in there, right? Exactly. You know, you know what it is? I love that when that little light goes off that tells us we're off the air. Mm-hmm. That's that's why you did it. What is uh, there's a part of me yeah. thinks maybe I got one more song left to go, and then it's trailing mm. out like, oh no, I guess it's uh, now is the time. Hey, Hollywood Trash is brought to you by Aqua Pump, an expert on all water supply systems from the well for the pump and into the house. Somehow you still care about what's happening in Hollywood. So from Tinseltown, 3,000 miles away, it's Steve Nagel's Hollywood Trash. And the Academy has spoken. Will Smith is banned from the Oscars for the next 10 years. Damn! And the ban includes all other Academy events. But he gets to keep the Oscar he won this year, and he can still be nominated and win... Any Oscar while he's banned. He just can't show up. So he just doesn't have to go to those lousy ceremonies. Yeah. This isn't like a punishment. <laughs> this is, uh, oh, you get to collect your award from sitting in your multi-million dollar mansion. Now, one could, of his, could his wife show up on his behalf? I don't know if she can. Because she's not the one who slapped... That's right. Chris Rock. That, then she'd have to defend herself when people joke about her, because that'll still happen. She's just the caustic narcissist that forced that to happen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I would I would like to hear that future presenter. Uh, Will Smith couldn't be here tonight. <laughs> For the next 10 years. For the next 10 years. Uh, so uh, here, the janitor backstage will accept his award. Come on. Come on out, Rick. <laughs> Rick comes out. And it's Will, it's Will Smith with a fake mustache. Yeah. Oh, I'd like to ex- uh, thank the Academy for joining me here I at did, the Oscars. I did not accept this. Somehow I don't think he's going to be up for any roles anymore that would win him an award. Just Never saying. say never. You know, I can see it as one of those things where in 10 years he does come back mm. with some like movie about himself that, he, you know, him learning how to navigate life and all the wrongdoings that he's done to people. And right. He's going to win the Oscar again. Okay. Uh, in their statement on Friday, members of the Academy also admitted they fell short in their response to during the ceremony and thanked Chris Rock for keeping his composure. Will issued a statement saying, quote, 
I accept and respect the Academy's decision. Yeah, because nothing happened to you other than that you weren't allowed to go to the party anymore. Uh, at a stand-up gig on Friday night, Chris continued to not address the slap. He said, quote, I'm okay, I have a whole show, and I'm not talking about that until I get paid. What? He's got a good he's got a good point. Until he gets paid? Yeah. He's gotta make some money off this thing. Yeah. Hmm. Did, uh, uh, did he get paid for uh work on the Oscars? Was he supposed to get paid? I don't know if they do get paid or not. I mean, if you and I were to host an awards ceremony, we probably wouldn't get paid. No, probably not. It's a damn shame. So maybe he's just waiting to get his check. <laughs> and Jada Pinkett made her first public appearance since the Oscars on Saturday at the grand opening of the Rhymes Performing Arts Center in Los Angeles. And Willow Smith made a surprise appearance on SNL with Camilla Cabello. Trying to keep that Smith brand alive. Every, everyone's got to do their part. Amber Heard is hoping uh, she and ex-husband Johnny Depp. Oh, my good buddy Johnny Depp. <laughs> he helped me beat his wife over the weekend. <laughs> after hanging a garage door. Uh, can move on with their lives after their time in court. After all, she still has love for him. In case you forgot, Johnny's defamation suit against her kicks off today in Virginia. And you can watch the whole thing on court TV. Oh, I'm going to be watching it. But in the meantime, she's going offline for the next several weeks. In an Instagram post, she said, quote, Johnny is suing me for an op-ed I wrote in the Washington Post in which I recounted my experience of violence and domestic abuse. I never named him. Rather, I wrote about the price women pay for speaking out against men in power. And I continue to pay that price, but hopefully, when this case concludes, I can move on and so can Johnny. I've always maintained a love for him, and it brings me great pain to have the uh, mm. li live out the details of our past life together in front of the world. Yeah. <clears throat> well, again, I suppose that depends on what side you want to believe. Um, I don't know. It just seems weird that you would write a scathing piece like that and then say, I hope we can still be friends in the end. Yeah, but see, uh, if you are a caustic narcissist, yeah. like she apparently is, then you'll do everything you can to control whatever narrative is out, narrative is out there. If you're, a if you're a narcissist, are you always a caustic narcissist, by the way? Or can you be a friendly narcissist or a... Meddlesome, nettlesome narcissist. I mean, is it always caustic? I just noticed you it used that phrase there. It is mostly caustic now. Okay. Yeah. yeah, I've used it twice in the same show. Yeah. Oh, you're right. I'll probably I'll come up with another adjective tomorrow. Okay. I mean, I've dealt with caustic narcissists before, so of I'm, course. I'm with you. I'm you know, with what, you you know what I'm getting at. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. They like to control the narrative, the, oh, yeah. the, big, the big story that goes out there. Mm -hmm. Is that a narcissist from Costco? A caustic narcissist? That's Cost a Costco not narcissist. A Costco narcissist? Yes. Narcissist? <laughs> <laughs> Do they check your receipt at the end and write a little smiley face on it, too? They demand attention as you order the chicken bake. Uh, Bennifer are engaged again. J-Lo showed off her ring this weekend. It's green with a silver band, and it's probably worth millions of dollars. They were engaged once before. Do you remember all the way back 20 years ago, back yep. in 2002? Do I? I still have their Bed Bath & Beyond registry. Well, that's over with. It is. Is there any uh, Bed Bath & Beyond stores left? I don't believe there are. Just online. Right? That's it. Uh, the most popular wedding movie in each state was calculated based on Google search data. The most popular was Mamma Mia in eight states, followed by Steel Magnolias and My Big Fat Greek Wedding in six states. 
No four weddings and a funeral on there, huh? No. That was uh, that was the only movie I've ever walked out on in my entire life. <laughs> really? You walked out on that one? Uh, four weddings and a funeral? Hmm. You yeah. missed the big ending. Did you I get w- to at least the first three weddings or just just like no, after one you I were done? To, I got to the point where Hugh Grant uh, came on camera and I was like, yeah. all right, I'm done yeah, with this. Yeah, no, I get you. And Should then I-, I snuck into Maverick because that was playing next door at the theater next door. With, Much better choice. With Mel Gibson. Mel Gibson and right. uh, James Garner. Mm-hmm. Uh, Brian Cranston and uh, Aaron Paul are bringing back Walter White and Jesse Pinkman for the sixth and final season of Better Call Saul. The co-creator confirmed it at a panel on Saturday night. Didn't he die in the Yeah, but see, Better Call Saul is is a a prequel. Oh, okay. So it's okay to bring them back. Gotcha. Which, by the way, it's still a great show. Mm -hmm. Still a great show, but uh, we can't think of anything new. Yeah, see, but everything in that show... Answers all the questions as you head into Breaking Bad. Mm-hmm. I guess. At, at, and it's, they're both great. All right. Well, now I'll have to watch both of those things. Yes, you will. And that is your Hollywood trash on Rock 102. Oh, yeah. Goodwin Park. The following takes place between 6 a.m. And 7 a.m. It is 6.02 on Rock 102. And uh, the weather today looking nice. Mostly sunny skies. Temps in the low 60s. Clouds this evening with a chance for showers tonight. We might hit 70 later in the week. And the weather is brought to you by Bank ESB. As a local bank, they have convenient tools, smart banking technology, and personalized financial support to set you on the right path. Unlike your potential at bankesb.com. Here's your 102-second sports on Rock 102. Celtics over Memphis, 139 to 110 yesterday. Boston will now take on the winner of the Cavs Nets play in tournament, which tips at 7 o'clock tomorrow. So either the Cavs or the Nets for the first round playoff opponent for the Celtics. Hockey action Hershey over the T Birds, 3 2 in overtime yesterday. The Thunderbirds returning home for three games in four nights at the Mass Mutual Center beginning this Wednesday against the Syracuse Crunch. In the NHL, the Caps over the Bruins yesterday, 4-2. to two. Baseball, Red Sox beat the Yankees 4-3 in the Bronx, avoiding the three-game sweep against the Yankees. The Sox are at Detroit against the Tigers at 5-10 this evening. And in football, Detroit Lions coach Dan Campbell admitting over the weekend that NFL teams put up with a lot as long as a player produces on the field. During a press conference, Campbell said when he was coaching in Miami, a Dolphins player came in every day, quote, reeking of alcohol, end quote, but was great at his job and everyone turned their heads. And this guy apparently is still playing today. Would love to start speculating on who that might be. That's it for your Rock 102, 102 second sports. Coming up next, Scotty Scheffler won the Masters and Tiger Woods limped to the finish line. Bax has details in his view from the couch on Rock 102. Hip. And now, Bax's View from the Couch, brought to you by Rocky's Ace Hardware, your neighborhood paint store. Hey, good morning, sports fans. How the heck are you? As many of you know, yesterday, Scotty Scheffler was the winner of the Masters Championship at Augusta. Scheffler happens to be the top-ranked golfer in the world. He's also the fourth player over the last 50 years to win four PGA events in a single season, all before the end of the month of April. He wins himself $2.7 million and his first coveted green jacket. And all anyone can talk about isn't the fact that the number one golfer in the world just won the Masters. All people really care about is how Tiger Woods made out. Well, it's like this. Not that great. 
In fact, Tiger Woods finished the Masters in 47th place, 13 shots over par with 78 during the last two rounds. In other words, he wasn't just mediocre. He was consistently mediocre. And even though the, the fact that he made the cut and finished the Masters is 14 months after nearly having his legs amputated from a car crash, it's just about the most inspiring thing that anyone can expect from the guy. And yet, there were many of you who were convinced he was going to win. And yet, he did not. Because you see, when you're 46 years old and your body has endured traumatic injuries and countless surgical procedures, the chances of winning another green jacket become dreadfully slim. Having said that, you should know that the prize for 47th place of the Masters is still over $45,000. Folks, if somebody were to pay me $45,000 for a weekend of disappointment and underachievement, I would not only take it, I would ask where to sign up. If I got paid $45,000 for every time I played a terrible round of golf in my lifetime, I'd be able to buy a yacht, a Bentley, and a brand new set of clubs for everybody on the course. Sadly, the most I've ever wanted was an ill-fitting golf shirt, which, is ne which I've never been able to wear. And yet, it would still get more use than an ugly green jacket, which would never leave the house. But hey, it of my yappin' sports brought to you by Rocky's Ace Hardware. Every profession has its rules of thumbs, and for painters, the big rule is never go cheap on paint. It's no bargain. Professional painters prefer Benjamin Moore paint, but don't go to the big chain stores. Benjamin Moore is only sold at independent retailers like Knit Your Rocky's Ace Hardware. I'm back. So that's my view from the couch. Rock 102 Springfield's Classic Rock. It's 612. And Quiet Riot with back Stephen Dave and Rock 102. Going to get nice today. Sunny skies, temps in the low 60s, clouds this evening, chance for showers tonight. Um, what do we got here? We got uh, we got we got some little. Well, remember last story week? Remember last week we were talking about this guy who was on this flight. Uh, I believe it was a was it uh, South Southwest? Yes, right. And uh, he decided in the middle of this flight, you know what? I am feeling particularly honey, and uh, I feel like the only way to deal with this is to manipulate myself physically during the flight. Numerous times. Four times in a flight. Yes. And, you know, it's so hard to get, you know, it's so hard to get direct flights these days. And mm -hmm. you would need a direct, I mean, you couldn't just stop and then, you know, get to have a connecting flight, get yeah. back on and well, listen, all of that. We, we assume he wasn't nonstop with that activity. Well, he, he was, was nonstop, but. He, well, no, there may have been some breaks. Flight. There may have been some breaks in between is what I'm saying. Well, it happens again. Mm -hmm. Over the, on Friday, it happens on a flight from Newark to Boston. Uh, yep. Uh, a 76-year-old man out of uh, Bonita Springs, Florida. Yep, that's the West Coast near uh, Naples, by the way. Sure. Uh, nevertheless, apparently he's uh, seated next to a 21-year-old female mm -hmm. and then decides uh, that I, I am going to have to pull it out and manipulate uh, myself during this flight. Now, she had the wherewithal to record some of this on video, which I have not seen. Not that I'm dying to see it, but... You know, I, I've been on plenty of flights in my time. When the flight is about to end, my first thought is I need to release my unit. My my first thought is where did I leave all my carry on luggage? Mm -hmm. How can I get out of this plane quickly? And should I should I try to stand up first and bolt out of here? Yeah. I, I there are certain things I think about, certain things I not. Right. Masturbating is not one of them. Well, and if you're gonna have that urge, wouldn't you get up at some point and just go to the bathroom? Instead of right there in your seat, I yeah, mean, but I, I I think you have more elbow room in your seat mm. than you do in the uh, the bathroom of an airplane. Yes, but no privacy at all. Wouldn't that be something that you would 
need privacy for? I mean, or or maybe this guy, you know, I don't know. He's 76, by the way. His yeah. name is Donald Edward Robinson. Mm-hmm. Don See, Don Robinson. I think I would need to stretch out mm-hmm. a little bit, you know, to to get comfortable. I couldn't just couldn't just do it in one of them little bathrooms. They're so tiny and cramped. Yeah, you know, I mean, that's something you can really only stand up in, and it really should only be one person. Well, maybe maybe you get one of the blankets because I know they have blankets aboard some of those air, airlines now. Unless maybe they've gotten rid of that now because it's too expensive. But ask for a blanket. Ask the flight attendant for a blanket. But you shouldn't even be doing it with a blanket. You know, it's like, I mean, you know, there's a time and a place, and that that is not uh, on the plane. You know, maybe, maybe at the gate, maybe mm-hmm. in the uh, in the lounge, mm-hmm. but not or in the in the restroom of the airport. Sure. And, and how did she alert uh, somebody about that whole thing? Just, I think, raise her hand. Uh, excuse me. <laughs> she also, by the well, way, had the guy put his hand on her thigh without. Her consent. I thought you had the other detail. She wrote on her phone mm-hmm. that she was, uh, this guy next to her mm-hmm. is uh, uh, touching himself, and then he just uh, exposed himself in front of me and held it back to a passenger behind her. Oh, like a signaling. So yeah, he right. could tell mm-hmm. the, the flight crew what was going on. Yeah, well, smart woman. You know, any any time you see a, a story about a guy willing to do this in public, mm-hmm. you know, a park, a plane, a bus station, uh, a bus stop, I always wonder what what goes through a man's head where he says this would be a justifiable act at this point. Well, I should be able to get away with this. Yes, uh, maybe for a seventy six year old guy, it's a bucket list thing. It's like you know. Here's one thing I haven't done yet. Uh, see, I don't know. I don't know if this is like a one, a one shot deal with this guy. I, mean, I once saw a guy at the at the Hampshire Mall mm-hmm. uh, by the uh, by the. This goes back. This goes back a ways. First of all, uh, the Hampshire Mall would be someplace I would go to, and then secondly, this guy was sitting next to all the payphones. It's been that long since this happened, but this guy decided in the middle of a shopping mall when people were still going to shopping malls to pleasure himself in front of everybody right next to the Sabaro. I mean, it's like, what gets into your head when you say, I have no other choice but to do this in the here and now? Well, it was Alfredo Day at Sabaro's. No, I get that. Yeah. I, mm-hmm. I, under, I understand. <laughs> I understand how a man can be very turned on by the smell and whiff of a Sabaro. As if I didn't need another reason not to eat Sabaro at an airport. <laughs> mm-hmm. This story, or, or, you know, this story with the Sabaro. I know. Because you only see them in airports now. They're only in airports. They used to be in malls. Now they're not in malls anymore. There's no malls. Yeah. But a Sabaro is something you eat when there's absolutely nothing else open. Mm. That's like the last resort. But, you know, you think you you can buy a plane, a plane ticket. I have. I don't think I've ever had any kind of weird incident on a plane. You know what I mean? As far as, like behavior of passengers maybe one time there was a there was a guy who brought in his own food it was like a curry dish oh yeah and then the air conditioning got shut off in the plane because we were waiting on the tarmac waiting for these storms to and come by and like the whole plane stunk like curry which is it's like it's like the girl that used to work here that used to cook salmon at five o'clock in the morning in the oh, microwave yeah. that's disgusting but i've never uh luckily i've never seen any of these encounters with these people with whether they'd be masturbating or whether they even you know talking back to the flight crew kind of thing yeah. like i've never seen any of that but maybe uh maybe we're just 
we got a pretty good track record coming out of Bradley. Mm-hmm. It seems like all the Florida people are the ones that are causing the problems. Well, I remember once uh, going to the Bahamas on a client trip, and uh, there was a drunk guy that got on, not yeah. part of our trip, but you know, just he was on the same flight, wanted to know where he could get Rock 102 t-shirts and how come we didn't have them mm-hmm. with us. And then uh, as the flight went on and on, he got drunker and drunker. Uh-huh was smoking in the bathroom, ah. wanted to fight all the uh, the flight attendants, yeah. and he was arrested the very moment we landed. Oh. But uh, but other than that, I mean, I've never seen anything you know, all that crazy. <laughs> that, that's pretty crazy. Yeah, I know. Yeah. At least but at least he didn't pleasure himself. You know, at, yeah. At, at least at least the guy had some sort right. of scruples. Even he knew there's a time and a place. I think this woman, by the way, what she said when the whole thing yeah. was done, I have had it with this guy's mother effing snake. On this mother effing plane. She said that? I think so. Get out of here. Or she should have. See, I would have been like, you know, the expectation that you're not going to see something like that on an airplane. Yeah. It's like a facial for Helen Keller. You never see it coming. (laughs) You know, if I were sitting next to uh, someone who was doing this. I don't even know how I would re- how I'd even react to it. Mm. I don't e- I, I don't even know. I I would be speechless. Maybe laugh, depending. I guess, right? I mean, I suppose you call over a flight attendant, mm. but on the other hand, I don't want her ex- exposed to that either. I I almost feel bad, yes. you know, inviting her to be participating in this. Yes. Just shut up and take it, huh? Yeah, you don't uh, you don't pay for that the masturbating section when you buy the ticket. I've never you know? known that to be an option. Yeah. Do you have the uh, feeding baloney to the Smurf <laughs> section, please? <laughs> I'd like that one. Mm-hmm. I mean, honestly, it's six twenty one with back Steve and Dave on Rock one hundred two. One of the greatest la 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 songs of all time, Rock one hundred two with back Steve and Dave. Good morning. Is that even on a list somewhere? I the think, la 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 songs. Uh, I read it somewhere. I think. Yeah, unbelievable. Mm-hmm. Hey, uh, Scott Cohen coming up later on this morning, and today I learned is brought to you by Gary Rome Hyundai. Today you can learn how Gary Rome will pay you more for your car, whether you trade it or not. And now it's time for today I learned. Back Steve. What do you got? Uh, well, I got a, I, there was one of two that I wanted to mm-hmm. do. Uh, I'm going to go with the Sesame Street one because everybody loves Sesame Street. Sure. Yeah, right. Today I learned that Sesame Street was initially banned in several states, such as Mississippi, for casting black and Hispanic actors. Can you imagine that? Well, so this is, would have been 1969. Yeah. Um. Yeah, there, there were areas of this. I don't know if you saw the the um the documentary on on Sesame Street. No, I did not. It's really good. Yeah, and it it, it talks about that, and, and and it talks about how every other area in, in America is is seeing this show as this landmark show for educational purposes for young kids, mm-hmm. and in the real world, any urban setting is going to have people of. Multiple color, ethnicities, yeah. and so it was. It it was a, a well-designed show, and then there were all these areas of the South that mm-hmm. said, "No way, do we want any of we, that? We ain't getting those brown people on our airwaves down here, and, even though we have black and white TV, and we can't tell the difference what the color is." And now you get criticized for not doing that, right? Listen, oh, I, I, I listen, you got to have the diversity now, right? I, I'm uh, of that generation that grew up on that show, mm-hmm. so to me, it, it was important to see all that stuff. Sure. Well, we uh, we need a we need another controversy on Sesame Street. What could 
What could we possibly come up with? Well, they've addressed nearly everything over the years, so think, I'm pretty sure uh, they got it covered. You think uh, you think Big Bird is uh, listening to Infowars and is going to uh, map out all these different theories that he has? Well, if you remember, uh, Big Bird constructed this uh, entire uh, conspiracy theory about the Snuffleupagus. Turns out it was true really? for many, many years. No one believed him. Never heard that. Yes, it's and, true. And they didn't want kids having imaginary friends and having secrets, so they Eggs. made him. Everybody could see him. Right. But as it turns out, the stuff of love, I guess it was totally legitimate. Hmm. I uh, I want to see how uh, you know uh, Big Bird uh, claims the election was stolen from, right. from mm-hmm. Donald Trump. You're <laughs> absolutely right. That would be interesting. And we get a group of, group of Sesame Street kids together, and we'll bring you down to the Capitol, and we'll raise hell. Take it back. And that is Today I Learned. Let's back to Stephen Damon Rock 103. Coming up next in the news, one of those little rumors that Steve was getting texts about last week regarding... 34. We're back, Stephen Dave and Rock 102. It's time for news brought to you by Gary Rome Hyundai. Gary Rome will pay you more for your car, whether you trade it or not. It's time for news, and here's Dave Coombs. Here's the latest from Ukraine, guys, as that besieged country continues to brace for a renewed, more focused Russian offensive in the eastern and southern parts of the country. President Volodymyr Zelensky warning in his nightly video message last night that the coming week will be as crucial as any in the war, stating, quote, Russian troops will move to even larger operations in the east of our state, end quote. Meantime, suspended Chicopee School Superintendent Lynn Clark and her attorney taken to the steps of the federal courthouse where she had been released from handcuffs Wednesday and she was denying many of the allegations outlined in that FBI affidavit linked to her arrest. She did not actually speak but stood alongside her lawyer, Jared Olinoff, who denounced the FBI for arresting Clark at her home. She also, uh, through her attorney, denied uh, pinning any of this on her son mm-hmm. you know it's going to be uh interesting because none of these fbi meetings were recorded so how much of that stuff holds up in court when you yes you have the guy who's uh, supposedly uh obligated to tell the truth while he's interrogating somebody and writing an affidavit that he that he interviewed this woman but you know, to what, to what, how much of that is going to be hard evidence? And he was right. And Jared Olinoff talks about the the crime here is not these text messages. The crime here is her accused of being of lying to these investigators, which she now den- denies. So that becomes almost like a he said, she said kind of thing. Well, no. so how much of that holds up in court? When you're trying to prosecute somebody for that specific reason. Well, I think it would depend on who they would have as witnesses and, you know, what evidence they do have. Because otherwise, a lot of that stuff may or may not be admissible in court, and they're focused on the stuff that would likely Mm -hmm. be allowed in court. Plus, if you're a good lawyer, sometimes you play play that shell game. Don't look over here. Look over here. Uh, The 51-year-old Clark of Belchertown, just if you're catching up to this story, was charged through a criminal complaint with lying to investigators about an alleged extortion attempt against Chicopee Police Captain Richard Henry, one of four candidates for police chief late last year. Now, some of the latest stuff. Sources close to the investigation said Clark, who is divorced, 
had been involved in a romantic relationship with Henry. All right. Yeah. Yes, that's one of the things that we heard about, mm-hmm. which we did not say. Right. And now that it's out there. <laughs> It's, out, it's there. out there. You can it's confirm that si- that was the nature of some of the text messages you were getting, right, Steve? Not all of it. But- no, that's not all of it. Uh, there's a lot, much more than that. Right. Which, uh, you know, if we just hope things come true, maybe they will. <laughs> yes. But, you know, when we said this story, got a whole, it, it's a whole lot stickier than that initial yeah. release oh, yeah. was. Not as sticky as that relationship. Yeah, yeah. There were other releases out there. Ah. But. Um, see what you did there. See, but again, she's the superintendent of schools. Yes. And, you know, what business does she have uh, having an effect on the outcome of who becomes the chief of police? Right. Well, this might be one of the reasons why she was involved. She's she's on paid leave, by the way, just to, again, fill out some of the other details of the story. Hey, I said it the other day. Hell hath no fury like a woman scorned. You go to great lengths. Get back at your man. According to the FBI affidavit, Clark said she felt Henry, again, one of the candidates for police chief, needed to be, quote, knocked down a peg, end quote. She did felt Henry at some point, didn't she? Yeah, it sounded like there was a lot of feeling going on. Mm Mm-hmm. Well, this will be... Now, what is this about the pegging? She wanted to get pegged by the guy? No, no, no. She wanted to knock him down a peg. Oh, 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 oh. My mistake. Yes. Well, it's it's an honest mistake. I could see where you could make that mistake. So, we'll be following more details on this story, and hopefully you'll be getting more text messages, Steve, that we can compare to the actual facts as they come out. And he he's completely innocent in this whole thing, right? I, this guy? Well, I mean, he is yes, a victim. I guess. I, I don't know. Right? I mean, I, That's what it sounds like. Yes. Allegedly. Everything allegedly at this point. Two suspects arrested by Springfield police Saturday morning after an armed robbery at the TD Bank on the 500 block of Sumner Avenue. According to... Springfield Police Spokesperson Ryan Walsh, additional information will be released once the suspects are arraigned. That will happen later today. You guys, bank you guys bank at the TD Bank in Springfield at all? Or no, but no. I know somebody who works there. Do you? Yeah. Well, really? they had to close the bank on Saturday when it would normally be open, by the way. I don't think he works at that one, mm-hmm. but he works for TD Bank. I bet you that it's going through the bank grapevine right now. Sure. But well, they're all talking about it. Yeah. yeah. The whole uh, financial system locally is shook. By the news. Yeah, you know, at first when I saw the story that a TD Bank was uh, held at gunpoint, I was mm-hmm. thinking it was probably the one that's up on, uh, on Boston Road and Berkshire Avenue, the one that's across from, uh, what is it, Olsh? I thought that was, because oh, yeah, yeah. that one was hit like twice, like uh, like a year ago. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's nice to see that, you know, would-be bank thieves are spreading it out a little bit. You know, giving, it, give, uh, giving other branches a shot at it. Sure. Well, Why not? Yeah. Why, why should only one branch hog all the fun? Diversify your portfolio mm-hmm. when robbing banks. Yeah. <laughs> you don't, don't, want, just, don't, you just don't want to be robbing the same branch over yeah. and over again. At some yeah. point, they get to expect it. Yeah, it gets boring, too. And eventually, they run out of money because mm-hmm. you took it all from right? them. That's you right. you got to go to different places. Saturday was a rainy opening day at Six Flags. Weather didn't stop people from enjoying the rides. People from all over braving the rain to enjoy the new features at Six Flags New England. Visitors now seeing more flowers and beautification efforts. Plus, it says here in the story at MassLive.com, new, quote, selfie spots at Six Flags. Ah. Um, what so, does that mean? I don't know. I guess I guess places that are geared 
to produce wonderful photographs. So they got uh, some new rides there this year? I, it doesn't say that. I think it's more of like a beautification thing. Six Flags has streamlined the whole experience, though, Bax, trying to make things more convenient for park goers, including things like single rider lines and enhanced food operations. Mm. Where's the uh, TikTok video fight ride that they seem to have come out with over the last couple of years? <laughs> yeah, that's a, that's a good one. Yeah, they, remember they had that big fight in a food court? I do. There were people throwing things at each other, that's fists good. flying. That's good fun. All that stuff. Well, they maybe should maybe should, they, they should add that to the beautification process, having a fight club. Well, ride. you know, the thing is, I mean, I'm not – if I go to a, an amusement park and it's mm-hmm. it's – it's rare now because mm-hmm. of my age. You know, I just feel like I'm too Your past old. amusement park. Di- well, you know, you get to a point where, like, the spinning teacups in the Hall of Presidents at Disney is about as much as you can handle. Once you get to a certain age, you know, when I was younger, I'd go on anything. I, I, I was fearless. But to me, if I go to Six Flags, I'm not there for the beautification. I'm not there for the shrubs. Mm. Right. You know, I'm I'm there to, to like, taste vomit you know i'm i'm, I'm mm-hmm. i want to see my guts turned inside out yeah mm-hmm. that's that's fun for me right well i don't believe any new rides this year but um hey if you're in it for the flowers well, i guess it's a plus well listen Bax. uh you know you in your condition would get to the front of the line with no problem and your little rascal that you'd be riding around the park i know you'd get that fa- you wouldn't have to buy fast pass you could get right to the front of the line oh here's Handy Baxed coming up the ramp. Come ah. and get it. <laughs> Come on up, sir. You seem you seem to be having a tough day. The Westfield River Wild Water Race is returning after a two-year hiatus because of the COVID-19 pandemic. Yes! This is right in your neck of the woods, right, Mr. Right across the street from my house. Is it? Yeah. Have you participated before or not? I've never participated, but I've uh, I've been a spectator for mm-hmm. many, many years. I could say, oh, look, a little head bobbing by in the river going by my house. <laughs> so it takes place in Huntington, is that right? Yeah. 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 Uh, three local legislators all getting together over the weekend along with longtime canoe and kayakers joining on the banks of the river off Route 112 to make the big announcement that the 67th race will take place April 24th, expected to attract as many as 350 paddlers and Lord knows how many spectators. Oh, lots of spectators. Huh? This thing used to be huge. I heard uh, I heard stories that like uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger used to come and watch these things. No. Yeah. Man, really? Yeah, because uh, the... Huh. He was married to what's her name? Maria uh, Shriver. Uh-huh. Right, and then sure. Shriver had some family up in Chester area, so then uh, he would he would come down and watch the river race. Mm-hmm. And just a normal guy in yeah. Huntington, Massachusetts, uh, watching probably, watching a canoe race. Pretty cool. Uh, he, he would he would show up in street clothes. He wouldn't you know show up dressed up as like the Terminator. Right. All right. So no uh, no guns out, suns out kind of thing. No, there. no, no, no. All right. Well, cool. Something to look forward to. Maybe he'll return. And. It's 6.43 on Rock 102. Coming up next in the Mass Hat, an argument between two guys featuring a baseball bat, a large stick, and arguing over... It's hard to believe what they were arguing over. We'll get to it coming up in just a few minutes on Rock 102. G-102 Springfield's Classic Rock at 6.49 and the Rolling Stones in Rock 102. Sunny and nice today with a high of 63. Tomorrow uh, could see some rain showers and a high of almost 70. It's 33 right now in downtown Springfield. Join Steve Nagel on the Rock 102 Road Crew this Saturday from 1 to 3 for the grand opening of Mr. Whippy's Golf Acres in Westfield. Woo! You know, you, you could have just said, uh, join me. You're, join you. I'm uh, not going. 
No, I know, but uh, you could have said, hey, what are you doing this Saturday? And I said, I'll tell you what I'm doing this Saturday. I'm going to be at Mr. Whippy's out in Westfield from I, 1 to 3. I suppose I could have said that, but yeah. I also wanted to mention there will be food trucks, ice cream, a local brewery truck, and more. Yeah. Stop by the uh, Rock 102 table for your chance to win a bunch of prizes. Saturday, 1 to 3, Mr. Whippy's Golf Acres, 317 Union Street in Westfield with Steve and the road crew. Is that the same uh, like uh, like pitching putt and batting cages that used to be there on Union Street it used to be called Steve's or something like that. I think it was. It's the uh, same one. It's the same one. Yeah. Man, I used to spend yeah. when I lived in Westfield about a billion years ago. Mm-hmm. I go to that place all the time just to to to, to crank yeah. out my frustrations in a batting cage or or knock a, a bucket of balls around. And Good how'd times. you do? How'd you do batting? By the way, out there, Did you, could you handle the curve? Batting, I could do. Yeah, uh, go, you know, golfing, mm-hmm. not so much. Mm. Batting, I could, uh, I could handle. Well, I'm looking forward to it. That'd be a damn good time. Sure, hell yeah. yes. People gonna join you out there for Mr. sure. Mr. Whippies in the Whip City. I get Steve Nagel. We'll be there. Out of the Whip City. All right. Orange Whip. Mr. Mr. Whip. Yeah, Orange Whip. Orange, orange whip. whip. Three Orange, orange whips. whips. Orange Whips all around. Four Orange Whips. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds good. Sounds like a party. Time for Rock 102 to recognize another mass hat going below and beyond other humans in the pursuit of stupidity, incompetence, and embarrassment. If you want to crown them, then crown their ass. Here's today's mass hat. 43-year-old Victor Shavers arrested in Dallas after he allegedly beat his roommate with a stick. Is that wrong? Yes. Police say they found Shavers' roommate standing outside with blood all over his face. And he said, yeah, my roommate assaulted me. The victim then told police how the discussion escalated to the fight. Apparently, they were having an argument about what a mosquito looks like when the fight broke out. The roommate said Shavers grabbed a stick from behind a bed and started hitting him on the head with it. Well, then the roommate grabbed a metal bat from his closet and he fought back, both men sustaining injuries. All because of the discussion about what a mosquito looks like. Was there, I mean, I've never had a situation where two people could disagree on something like that. Well, I don't know, Bax. I mean, you know. Is a mosquito kind of like a standard thing? Well, right. Sure. Like how many, how many legs does a mosquito have, for instance? Maybe they had a disagreement about that. How many legs does a mosquito have? Bax, Steve. I don't know, but I bet you the Dixie Cup trivia guy knows how many legs does a mosquito have. <laughs> well, apparently there are six. Really? Oh, see? Yeah. I think but there's they, eight. They, they, see? That's where the argument could occur. See what I'm saying? No, there's no argument. It's eight. Well, no, it's six. It's eight. No, it's six. Eight. I'm going to take this sick and beat you over the head. Steve, go get my bat. See? We're going to have that- some peanut butter jelly time here in just a second. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, it is peanut butter jelly time, isn't it? That's how this thing happens, by the way. How long is a mosquito in millimeters? See? You could have a disagreement about that. And how long is it, three to Three to six millimeters. And then you could even discuss the coloring. One guy could say, well, it's definitely black. And the other guy could say, no, no, I believe it's more of a dark gray. Steve, what's, what's taking you so long with that bat? <laughs> it's it's on the lathe right oh, now. Jesus. Yeah. It's going to take forever. Uh, I got to go to Mr. Whippy's and pick it up. <laughs> in the Whip City. Yeah, in the Whip City. <laughs> I mean, they could discuss the size of the body of the yes. mosquito. One could and, say it's slender. The other guy said, no, I think they're kind of fat. And this is worth braining a guy over the coconut with a baseball bat. Uh, apparently. Apparently. Yeah. Right? Mm. So 
that's what happened in Dallas, Texas. I'll be damned. Yeah. Make you think. Now, there's there's actually another one that I was saving here. Oh. But I could get to this no, now. No, don't hold it back. Just keep going with it. <laughs> what, you mean the more yeah. on the mosquito? Just or keep going. More, more on the mosquito, or do you want to hear about 53-year-old Susan Freudenthal from Clearwater, Florida? Yeah, what'd she, she do? Well, there's another animal involved in this one, too. She used her cat as a weapon. She and her girlfriend were arguing. Sounds like the girlfriend accused Susan of cheating. So Susan held up their cat and swore on its life that she hadn't cheated and then shoved the cat into the girlfriend's face. The cat freaked out and scratched the hell out of her girlfriend's face. Oh, you can, in fact, swing a dead cat somewhere and hit a phony. Yeah, two, yeah. two phonies in the yeah, same yeah, apartment. That. Imagine this, that. This would be a cat fight in Clearwater, Florida. Woof. And apparently when the yeah, when the cat went into attack mode, then it scratched the hell out of the girlfriend. Police said the girlfriend had multiple na- uh, lacerations on her face when they showed up. Susan was arrested for domestic battery. That's the woman holding up the cat. And this is the best part. In the police report, they listed the type of weapon as, quote, a feline. Hmm. What else are you going to write it down as? I guess you got to put something down. She would be pussy whipped. <laughs> wah, 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 wah. Hey, the whip city. Hey, the whip city. <laughs> Mr. Whippies. Get that pussy whipped out. Susan, by the way, claims she's the true victim because she didn't do anything wrong. She also got arrested for domestic battery back in March of last year, so she's got a track record of this stuff. I would have went with uh, with whip it, but uh, yeah, I could have done that too. Yeah. I just happen to have Tom Jones on the machine. Yes. Nothing anyway, little Tom Jones can't solve, by the way. That's the truth. Fantastic. It's 6.56 with Bax and Steve and Dave and the 102-second sports coming up, plus Scott Cohen next hour, right? Yeah, yes. unfortunately. Yes. <laughs> On Rock 102. <laughs> Everyone has a project they want to finish. The following takes place between 7 a.m., and 8 a.m. Just about 7 a.m. on Rock 102. And the weather today looking pretty nice. Sunny skies, temps in the low 60s, clouds this evening with a chance for showers tonight. Then for tomorrow, partly sunny, warm and breezy Tuesday with highs in the upper 60s to near 70 tomorrow. The weather is brought to you by Gary Rome Hyundai. Gary Rome will pay you more for your car, whether you trade it or not. Here's your 102 second sports on Rock 102. Starting with hockey, Thunderbirds losing yesterday to Hershey 3-2 in overtime. Thunderbirds returning home for three games in four nights at the Mass Mutual Center. That starts this Wednesday against the Syracuse Crunch. In the NHL overnight, the Caps beat the Bruins 4-2. Baseball, Red Sox over the Yanks 4-3. Sox avoiding the three-game sweep in the Bronx. Boston at Detroit. First pitch at 5-10 this evening. Uh, Meantime, in Golf at the Masters in Augusta, Georgia. Scotty Scheffler four-putted the final green and still won by three shots over Rory McIlroy to take the green jacket and the $2.7 million first prize. Tiger Woods shot a pair of 78s over the weekend and finished 47th, winning $43,000, which is a good thing. He's got enough money to afford playing in this year's U.S. Open, which he committed to yesterday. That's it for your 102-second sports. Coming up next, the Celtics win yesterday, and Bax has all the details on their upcoming postseason in his view from the couch on Rock 102. 
And now, Bax's View from the Couch. Brought to you by Rocky's Ace Hardware, your neighborhood paint store. Hey, good morning, sports fans. How the heck are you? Well, folks, great news. The NBA regular season is over, and now we can prepare ourselves for the playoffs. Now, before anyone can really do that, the NBA has prepared itself for the 2022 NBA Play-In Tournament, which begins tomorrow night. The play-in tournament is a way of getting teams that aren't that great to get involved in postseason play without the threat of tanking during the final weeks of the regular season. This year, the NBA is allowing a handful of teams to compete against each other in hopes of making the playoffs and getting blown out during the opening round of the league's top-seeded teams. Seem confusing? Well, let me see if I can straighten it out for you. Tomorrow night, you'll have the Clippers facing the Timberwolves in the West, and the Cavaliers will face the Nets in the East. And on Wednesday, you'll have the Hornets face the Hawks in the East and the Spurs and the Pelicans in the West. Now, here's how it's going to work. The winner of the first game tomorrow night in the East will become the number seven seed and face the number two seed in the East. In this case, it would be the Boston Celtics. However, the loser of that game will then face the winner of that second game where they'll become the number eight seed to face Miami in the first round. Got it? Okay, well, let me see if I can explain this for the Western Conference. If the Clippers beat the Timberwolves and the Spurs beat the Pelicans, then the Timberwolves will face the Spurs and have a chance to face the Phoenix Suns, who are the number one seed, and the Clippers would face Memphis. See? It's easy. Of course, that could also change if the Timberwolves beat the Clippers and the Pelicans beat the Suns, but I can't keep mapping this out for you people, especially since I'm far more concerned about who's going to be facing the Celtics, because that's either going to go to Cleveland or to Brooklyn. Unless I have it all messed up, which is, I should point out, a distinct possibility. But as I understand it, this is the way it's supposed to go. And from my perspective, it's pretty damn easy to figure out. Yeah. But hey, enough of my yapping sports brought to you by Rockies Ace Hardware. Every year for a dozen years, Delmyra at the Ludlow Rockies has gone to Scott's school is in Scott's Lawn Care School. They actually have that sort of thing. Delmyra can tell you exactly how to use Scott's four-step and every Scott's Lawn Care formula. Good people, rock solid service, and Scott's Lawn Care at every Rockies Ace Hardware. I'm back. That's my view from the couch. Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock. Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock. It's 7.09 and Bon Jovi on Rock 102. It might hit 70 tomorrow. Today, pretty good with some sunshine headed our way. 60s. Uh, In the studio, what a delight and pleasure it is to welcome back Scott Cohen. Played golf yesterday, by the way. Really? Played golf yesterday, not 60 degrees like today or 70 like tomorrow. It was cold, but first round of the year, I figured you'd appreciate that. I do. I, Did you I, get the, uh, the ball through the clown's nose or yeah, uh, through the windmill? I, you know, I, I actually I actually played pretty well. well Did that, you? that always happens on your first it round does, of the yeah, year, it and does. then it goes downhill it from goes there. It goes downhill from yeah. there. And I was telling you guys off the air, I don't mind telling you, I'm, I'm, I'm playing hurt today. Watch the Masters yesterday with, yeah. with, with my guys, Yeah. and I had a... I was. I had my an adequate sufficiency. You were overserved. I was overserved. Had the bad the bad ice cube. Yep. Uh, really. Woke, woke up this morning and you <laughs> know could have felt better, but I wanted to see the guys. So here I am. Good really? job. Yeah. I've never known you to, to be cocktailing before the show before. Well, <laughs> well, imagine that. Well, you had to cocktail to make that Masters interesting yesterday, yeah. right? I mean, it was yeah. like a done deal. Yeah, it was a done deal. We were we talked about that too. Well, first of all, Scotty Scheffler, that he's just. You know, yeah, he's got the like you said, got a little bit of the Gomer Pyle thing going. Yes, which which is not you know ideal. I see. I disagree. I think it's endearing. Yeah. People love this guy. 
You got like, you know, it's like, you know, Tiger Woods on one side, Scotty Scheffler on the other. Tiger Woods is like, you know, freaking Buck Rogers, like a like a movie star. And Scheffler's like your you're like your little brother for yeah. crying out loud. But, but, but here's the thing. So Scheffler's the number one golfer in the world. Number one in the world. Great golfer. He's done uh, tremendous things just in the first four months of the year yep. already. Already. But uh you win your first green jacket and two point seven million dollar and a and a big two point seven million dollar check comes your way, big five foot check. Yep. And all anybody wants to talk about was is Tiger Woods. Yeah. A forty six year old man who's hobbling around after, you know, practically losing his legs and having countless surgeries just to get him to walk. Yep. That's what people want to talk about and not about about Scheffler, which is you know, if yeah. if I win the Masters and and you know I've come this close every time, every time, uh, every time. <laughs> so if I come that close, um, I don't want to hear about Tiger Woods. Right. I want to say, listen, I just won myself a green jacket that matches nearly everything in my wardrobe. Yeah, I want to. This is about me, whether he's a Gomer Pyle type of character or not. Yep. Everybody there is fixated on the fact that Tiger made the cut. And even though he played mediocre the last two days, at least he finished. Yeah, Scott Cohen shot better than 78 78. <laughs> yeah. He <laughs> played. He had 78 in the first nine and 78 in the back exactly, nine. Exactly, right? Well, a, lot of the, a lot of the golf pundits were, were sitting there saying that they're, um, they're looking forward to the summer because of the performance that, that he turned in. It's like, you know, a, a Saturday it was freezing cold and he had like no feel. He could he couldn't make a putt to save his life. But he. He hit the ball great. Uh, he, you know, he stood the challenge, the physical challenge of of playing four rounds of golf. Right. He's already he committed to the to the British Open at St Andrews uh, yesterday, and the U.S. Open, I and think. The, yeah, and he's going to play in the majors. And, right. And it go, again, it goes back to the beginning of our conversation. Mm-hmm. The reason why people are are like that with him is because he's got that movie star thing going on. Mm-hmm. And, you know, no one I used to say I used to say years and years ago, um, you know, if Lauren Roberts is leading a tournament on a Sunday, I am not taking three and a half hours of my day to watch him play golf. I'm I'm just not going to do that. Mm-hmm. Right. But if Tiger Woods is playing, yep. it's 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 always must see TV. Or John it, Daly, but or, that's not going to happen. Yeah, right? yeah. But you're not going to see Daly, you no. know, <laughs> run you the top saw, of the leaderboard. You would have saw John Daly with me yesterday. Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> but no, he's yeah, um John Daly would said, "Jesus yeah, God, you hit a little hard there, come on, you? buddy. Take it easy. <laughs> Save some for the rest of us." No, I think I'm um, I'm really looking forward to the summer because he, you know, Physically, he stood up to uh, to the challenge, and well, just barely, Scott. I mean, he was limping. He, he was limping. Yeah, he was. He yeah. was. But we're going to get to see him again, and that's good news. And hey, listen, and Scotty Scheffler's won four tournaments. He's number one, and you know, he's everybody loves him. He's America's sweetheart. Oh, for crying out loud! Listen <laughs> to this. Um, want to talk about the NBA? Because okay. uh, tomorrow night they're doing their uh, their play in tournament. Yep. Kind of a new new approach to. V- of getting those uh, those that bottom tier of teams involved, as opposed to tanking in order to get a position, a higher position in the draft. Obviously, you know it, it'll affect the uh, the Celtics because they're going to want to be playing the the number two uh, seed out of, the, out of the out of the out of the tournament. Mm-hmm. But I mean, you know, it, it, it's to me. I understand the NBA's desire to get more teams involved, more in the, teams in the playoffs. Just like the NFL does, just like uh, Major League Major Baseball, Baseball wants to do. Yeah, I get it. 
but at some point it'd be like hockey where nearly everybody gets Makes into the, the playoffs. into the playoffs. And I just don't know. I mean, is is that the right approach for for the NBA? Do they need to do this? Well, I, I mean, I, I think that I'm, I mean I'm looking at this. Well, first of all, the Celtics got the number two seed by by winning yesterday. Yes. And so I mean that's a big accomplishment. But with this playing game, Cleveland's take is playing New Jersey or Brooklyn, uh, the Nets. And the Nets, despite the fact that they're a playing team, they're loaded. Mm -hmm. And, you know, and the Celtics really didn't do themselves any favors by getting the number two seed because they're probably going to end up playing Brooklyn, which is going to be a tough, a tough road. And then if they get to the next round, they're going to be they're going to have to play Milwaukee, who's also tough defending champions. And but at least they'll have the home the home court advantage for those two series. Sure. But I if, I don't want to play the Nets. So I guess in some ways the the playing thing is it's exciting. Yeah. I mean it it adds a different a different texture to the more playoffs. Is all, I think more is always better. I, I, I don't hate it. I guess I have to see it in practice yep. about you know whether or not you know, a one game play in uh you know makes sense. And yep. how about this? LeBron James and the Lakers suck so bad yeah. that yeah. they can't even get. And they a lost their head coach game. over the weekend and too. They're, yeah, they're firing their head coach, of course, because that you know that's what you do. Well, you're not going to fire LeBron James. You're not going to fire that's LeBron. Never James. ever going to happen. And is LeBron going to go somewhere else next year? I think I don't know. I'm. I'm. So he can play. So he can play with his son. He can play with his who's, son. Who's going to get drafted? Yeah, right? he is. I. I don't know, man. I don't know. Uh, it was not a great weekend for the Boston Red Sox. Uh, <laughs> settle down. <laughs> settle down. Yeah, he here. already. We already <laughs> discussed this. <laughs> I mean, I, off air. I mean, I hate to to, to point things out, but they are just one game out of last place in yep. the division. I'm just I'm just gonna say that it's the third game. Yeah, they're one yeah. and two. But have you ever spent any time with actual Red Sox fans? For many of us, unfortunately, I have. We count the Red Sox out mathematically by April. Well, um, the the big part of the series over the weekend is um, is the Yankees lineup. I was talking to Steve before we came in. Uh, you know, opening day was Friday, and you know when you, you're on Facebook and they'll put the the starting lineups mm-hmm. of both teams next to each other. Sure, man, you go up and down that Yankee lineup, and that's that's a it's a friggin' all star team. Yep. Yeah. And, and it always is. They're always able to. It seems it, like by themselves and all. Yeah, but lines. man, this one is like holy cow! But yeah. it just, but, but, it's but nuts. Yankee, but Yankee fans will will admit this, and Steve, I'm sure you can admit this too. <laughs> For years, they have had inconsistent pitching. Yeah, and they've yeah. never it's got, all about they've that. Never Cashman has never gotten what he's paid yep. out for for pitching. Ever and Garrett Cole didn't have a good, you know, he's their number one guy, and he didn't have a good a good start on Friday. But I mean, you know, my God, that Yankee lineup is mm-hmm. just it's it's brutal. It's brutal. This it this, that does not, you know. I hey, listen, I love the Red Sox just like the next guy, but Tampa Bay's got a good team. Toronto's stacked. The again that the Yankees, holy cow! This is maybe the hardest division in all it's of baseball. Crazy. And and, and it, to, to think that the Red Sox are going to be in the mix uh, of this when everybody is looking at Toronto specifically, exactly. Toronto, and even more than 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 Tampa, yep. everyone's saying you know Toronto's really the team to beat. Yep. I don't see the Red Sox getting that far into this. Nope. Did you see? Uh, did you watch the game last night? They had uh, Kiki Hernandez uh, mic'd up. Did you guys see that? No. <laughs> so you know, it's it was a national game, and he's wearing the microphone, and he's out. He's playing the outfield. Wow. 
and uh, and Rizzo was up, and they were asking you, hey, how are you gonna how are you gonna play this guy? And he's like, well, you know, I'm, I got the man's on second base, and I have to. And then all of a sudden, Rizzo just strokes one into the gap, yep. and Hernandez was the one that fielded. He's talking to the play-by-play and color guy as he's feeling as 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 he's feeling <laughs> how, how is that even allowed i that's yeah, i mean that. i yeah. thought it was i thought it was kind of cool but yeah. just where you were sam it's like he, he's leave the guy alone you're in the man. middle of the on. game talk right to in him the middle of the, the game. game or talk to him between innings yep. if that's yeah. going to be the in the, the middle of the game uh, usually it happens at the all-star game they do that yep. usually with um freddie freeman and he's great at having a conversation at first base and speaking about pe- talking to people during the game i hate the new thing about college basketball where they talk to the coach in the middle of the game not at halftime right. but right in the middle of the game the they talk the to game. the coach yep it, it, everything's everything seems like yes. there's you know, gimmicks up and down <clears throat> and how about the way the the thing on friday when the when the yankees uh, i beat the Sox what in, in extra innings mm-hmm. and that and when you start the runner on second base it's like come on yeah it's like it's like a it's like a beer softball. League. I honestly I, I hate that rule. I, it, I think it's so stupid. So stupid. I mean it, it it's not like one of those ones where you can go you can sit here and and debate you know up and down. It's stupid. It's stupid. It's it's. I mean I I understand that every time you put like a like a new rule in place, it changes how a team strategizes. People but, don't like change. But you know, to me, it's not speeding up the game. I mean, to me, if you get a get a run. Earn it. Don't get it. it. Don't because don't get it because it's right. simply there's a guy available. No doubt. Doesn't this, make any sense. It to me. seems like something that you know that sh- would be- rather belong in the minor leagues than the major leagues. It's just it's dumb. It's now, dumb. Now, uh, would you turn down two hundred and thirty million dollars? <laughs> I don't think so. Yeah. What's up with Aaron Judge? He wants two hundred and fifty. Now Deshaun Watson gets two hundred thirty million dollars, and then everybody complains about it. But. Aaron Judge does it, and baseball's like, eh, this is just business yeah, but, as usual. But Aaron Judge hasn't uh, potentially sexually harassed 22 different well, people. Okay. Well, okay. Well, at least that's we neither don't, here, at least we don't know now. about it. That's neither hey, here nor there. He turned, uh, Judge turned the money down. Uh, Devers turned um, the money down from the Red Sox. Uh, what's his face? Uh, uh, Bo- Bogarts. Bogarts. Cause they're the and the reason they're doing it is because they know that there's more money out there someplace else. Now that they've resolved the uh, their labor issues, and you remember the big you know the big contracts that were happening prior to the lockout. Now that the, everything is resolved, the financial stability of baseball has changed, and now you're going to have you're, now you're going to see guys holding out for even bigger cash. They know the the players know that there's you know somebody out there that's going to pay them more than 230 million dollars then that's why he's that's why he's saying no he's missed 39 games yeah. over the last four seasons but he's each year over the last four seasons but he's again going back to what we said earlier he's he's the movie star he's he's the marquee guy he he sells tickets he he makes people's temperatures go up we, you know we people like us talk about him it's it's that's why he's worth all that money are I you know. dudes seeing what's going on here wow. what Steve is asking legitimate He's baseball asking questions. Legitimate baseball questions. That's a legitimate question in yeah. months. My, my biggest problem with any of these sports stars is how much they're paid to do what they're doing, and I, I think I, it's ridiculous. What about the owners? The owners are making even more yeah. money. Why, why can't they? Why shouldn't they spread it around to the people who are actually responsible for putting the fans in the well, seats? I, I think it's ridiculous that anybody makes that yeah. kind of money for playing a game. Mm-hmm. That's all it is. It's just a game. And yet, you're a Yankees fan. 
can. Yes, right? but but I also it, I don't know what that has to do with anything. I, well, I, it's speaking did, out against all of these teams well, that spend all of this money and none of them. Buy. <laughs> Here's what it has none to do. Of, none of them buy. You what? complain about your Yankees and stuff. What if they were in last place and they didn't have a million dollar lineup? You'd complain even more. Well, of course, that's what you do. <laughs> okay. that's what complain. Yeah. Well, let me ask you this. Yeah. Why did you trade Jay Buhner? <laughs> I, I didn't. I didn't do any of this stuff. I'm Jay criticizing the, the things that they do. <laughs> Jay Buna. Oh, I think we've resolved quite a lot here I today. Think we well, haven't. And thanks, thanks, thanks for bringing it. And remember, you're 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 in show business too. If you if you knew that you could make two hundred and fifty million as opposed to two thirty, you'd say I want the two fifty. I'd be looking if I get two dollars and fifty cents well, out of this place. That's, that's true, and a cup of coffee. Yeah. And, and here's to Frank Costanza replacing Brian Cashman as there GM. You go. I'll tell you what, that make, that would make more sense. Yeah. Scotty, it's good to see you. Yeah, good to see, see you, you in guys two weeks. Too. Uh, see you in two weeks. I'll I'll be um I'll do the I'll be on uh, next Monday. But uh, no, via the phone. No, on, the phone. No, no, on the phone. I think he's still drunk. I'll, I'll, Listen I'll, to I'll, him. On the phone. How many fingers am I holding on? <laughs> you yeah, smell hey, like a gin I've seen that before. <laughs> it's 723 with back Steve and Dave on Rock 102. Springfield's Classic Rock. It's 728. And the doors on Rock 102. It's uh, it's going to be nice today. Sunny and a high of 61. Um, you know, Dave's not here in the room. Let's talk about him. Uh, we could. Yeah, we could talk about him, but he's coming back right through the door. Oh, he's coming yeah. right here. Yeah. The door, hey, uh, oh, hey, hey, Dave. Oh, right. yeah, hey, no, hey, we hey, weren't hey, talking about you behind your back at all. No. Um, hey, listen, if you miss any part of uh, today's show, like let's say for example, like the last few seconds I missed, what, right? Like you missed this whole section. No, or, you know, Dave can review. Oh my God, what did they say about me? <laughs> or like Scott Cohen, or what have you? Mm-hmm. Uh, check out the daily podcast. It's available on Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, Stitcher, Spotify, or on Rock102.com. And Baxi's musical podcast this week. My special guest, uh, guitarist Will Sargent from Echo and the Bunnymen, has written uh, his first of three autobiographies. That's coming out called Bunny Man, and that's available in stores now. And you can check out that interview on Rock102.com. All right. All right. Yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah. We all set. All right. Yeah. We all good. We how? Ready to go. All right. Good. Let's go. We're all set. All right. Everything yes. good. Zing, zing, zoom. And away good. we go. News is next to Rock 102. And coming up. 731 with back Steve and Dave and Rock 102. It's time for news, and it is brought to you by Yankee Home Improvement. This month, enjoy April showers, 60% off installation. Log on to yankeehome.com. It's time for news. Here's Dave Coombs. So apparently Lynn Clark not only in trouble for lying to the FBI, but the suspended Chicopee Schools superintendent also was involved in a romantic relationship with one of the guys that they were trying to hire as Chicopee Police Captain, Richard Henry. He was one of the four candidates for police chief late last year, and sources close to the investigation said there was something going on between he and Lynn Clark. Hmm. <laughs> that's a, that's an interesting twist of events, isn't it? Something that we may have known about days ago. Yes. A lot of pens being dipped in that uh, city inkwell. That's the, the truth. And the government over there, if you know what I'm saying. Well, at least one that we know of publicly right now. Well, you're insinuating something much different, aren't you? I just saying what's been reported according to MassLive.com. Nothing like a good story about a badge bunny to shake things up around here in Western Massachusetts. No, you know what I'm saying? Oh, I get that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. All right. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, I, I still uh, I don't understand the. So there's something about this police chief job in Chicopee that uh, has not. Uh, 
gone without incident. You would think that this must be the greatest freaking job in the world. Yeah. The way people are willing to fight over it. It can't be that. No job is that great. No job. That's, no one's fighting over this job. No yeah. one's fighting over that. And people are fighting over that job. I'll oh. never understand it. Well, there's fighting over this job, but it has something completely yeah, different. Yeah, it's than different kind of doing. fighting. Well, and there's no romantic yeah. relationships going on. But that's Yet. a damn truth. <laughs> Yet. Hmm? Yeah. The- <laughs> Shaping you up, new boy. <laughs> <laughs> the 51-year-old Clark, who is currently on paid leave as the Chicopee School Superintendent, also had apparently lied, allegedly, to the FBI, and that criminal complaint was filed, and she and her lawyer, Jared Olinoff, denounced the FBI for her arrest at her home. Yeah, mm. she's not being charged with threats, criminal threats. This, She's just being charged with lying to the FBI. For now. For now. Mm-hmm. New charges yeah, could they, always come. They could, they could but... You would think that you would charge, you know, I thought that the, you know, the law enforcement charges you with everything they can in order for it to, you know, because they know some things are going to be dropped. Sure. You know, there's all kinds of people in the world you can lie to. Loan officer, uh, the IRS, uh, a boyfriend, a girlfriend, perhaps, Mm -hmm. but you never, ever want to lie to the FBI. Well, Again, I said they this, don't like it. Mm-hmm. I said it last week. When the FBI starts asking you questions about stuff, they already know what the answer is. Yes. They're just making sure that you know what the answer is, too. Otherwise, there'd be no need to question you. That's yeah. right. Right. You're punished twice if they find out you're lying about what they already know the answer to. So you mm-hmm. might as well just fess up at that point. Yeah, it was me. I took out a WhatsApp and threatened the guy who scorned me for his police job. Now, there are many people that will question, well, now, wait a minute. Why was she sending threatening messages to a dude that she was romantically involved in? Well, was romantically involved. Right. uh, So now it becomes a... Sticky wicket, doesn't it? Sure. Oh, there's sticky wickets going all around that police department over there. Uh, In case you're wondering, by the way, Ms. Clark is divorced. At the age of 51, so she can carry on. What about the other people? Were they divorced as well? <laughs> These are the kinds of questions that no one wants to really answer. You know, I uh, I read that uh, that Turtle Boy uh, article over the weekend. Yes, and uh, there was a lot of speculation there. And you know, one of the, one of the arguments that they make was, well, we had a president who was allowed to have an affair with a woman, and he got to become be president. What's the big deal mm-hmm. about having a guy who was having an affair? Just because somebody else did it doesn't mean it's okay for you to keep doing it. Well, the the, the question would have it, it is if I'm reading the Turtle Boy thing correctly, yeah. is not whether it's justified, but you know, would an affair have disqualified him from that position? And that and that I don't know. I don't know the answer to that. I don't. I don't. I don't think that would be well. Trim- I don't know if that would be relevant when it comes to hiring or not hiring a new police chief. It's it is not a criminal offense to have no. an affair with somebody. It's just it's that's just you know it, civilly in a civil court with your divorce lawyer. Yes, then it becomes an issue, but it's not something you would go to jail for. Right. You know? It was one of those things within the Turtle Boy article where I didn't say oof too because you know every every paragraph <laughs> has got know. something that's like oof. Yeah. Wait, right. Is that oof or oomph? Oomph. Oom, 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 could go, could go either way. Okay. Could either way. I don't Just know. If you, 
I don't know if you know who Turtle Boy is. Do you know who Turtle Boy I, is? I've heard the guy. I've heard you guys talking about it, but All if right, you want to so, go ahead and so, fill me in. So Turtle Boy mm-hmm. is a guy out of Worcester mm-hmm. who covers uh, you know, statewide uh, stories, uh, many of which are uh, there to uh, muckrake. I gotcha. And for, for what uh, outfit does he cover those stories? For he, himself. For himself. This is himself. And yeah. where does he publish his, on his, on his own, own website. website. Gotcha. Turtleboysports.com. Yeah. Turtleboy you, again, you can uh, you read along yeah. some of these stories. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, we've certainly read our share of Turtle Boy stories. We've had Turtle Boy on the air, and sometimes you say, hmm, that was a little, ooh, I need a cold compress after something like that. And why do they call him Turtle Boy? Because there is a statue in the center of Worcester mm-hmm. of a guy riding a turtle, and no one can explain why i have seen that statue yes okay this is one of the many reasons why we don't care to talk about worcester (laughs) because that's their problem Mm -hmm. yeah we don't have any questionable statues here in springfield no i mean when you know you can see pinching on a horse you know that's a good one like they're in court square or uh that pinching loaf statue yeah that's that's, a good one that's the one by the fountain (laughs) right uh or a pinching between your cheek and gums one by the way speaking of pinching i went to pinching point uh, Friday. Yeah. To do some magnet fishing. Hey, how'd it come out? Uh, nails. Lots and lots and lots of nails. All right. I must have picked up a box and a half of nails while I was. Well, out you're there. making progress. Well, there's something going on down mm-hmm. there. Nails, like from a construction site type of nails. Or? No, you know, uh, somebody made it. Uh, you know, I put the picture up on Facebook, and somebody made a comment saying, "Well, you know, with." Because it's that pension point is where like the Westfield River meets the Connecticut River. So you probably have docks along the rivers, and you know when those docks uh, get washed away or something right. like that over years and years and years, you probably have an abundance of that uh, that metal that that's just laying at the bottom of the riverbed. Huh. Sure. Now were these nine inch nails? No, they didn't want to bang me like an animal. If hey, you know what I'm saying? I know what you're saying. <laughs> yeah, I walked right into that one, didn't I? Did you? Actually, I think you set it up. I yeah, did. You, you set it up. I did. Yeah. So I mean, you were giving him like a John Stockton type of assist, and here he is, yeah. Carl Malone, you know, you know, dunking it. I did. I was intended that way. You know, sort of a grooved fastball at about 82 miles an hour. Yeah, right. A couple of different incidents with public transportation over the weekend in Boston. A man killed after being dragged by a red line train early Sunday morning, according to MBTA officials in Boston. The man, whose identity is not being released, sustained fatal injuries inside a red line Tunnel as a train departed Broadway Station. This happened just after noon, <clears throat> excuse me, just after midnight on Sunday morning. He reportedly got stuck in the door and dragged, according to the Boston Globe's report. The MBTA has launched a full investigation into the circumstances, and MBTA transit police detectives are working to establish the facts surrounding the incident. Now, was he looking to make a, a transfer at South Station or Andrew? I, you know, I don't, I'm not entirely sure uh, where he was headed, maybe to TD Garden to get there early for a, a playoff game. I Who suppose. Knows? I suppose that's possible. Mm-hmm. And the but other, do you take the red line for that? I don't know if you do take the red line. I mean, you also have to get to the yellow line, maybe mm-hmm. the green. There would be transfers know. involved. You're probably right. Yeah. The second incident, a man now freed after he became trapped behind the walls at the back bay. MBTA station, according to the fire department. Boston fire officials say the man fell between the walls 
near the commuter rail platform at Back Bay Station. This happened on Saturday. If you look at the photographs of the story, firefighters had to use a sledgehammer to create a hole in the wall made of concrete (laughs) blocks in order to get the man out. Photos tweeted by the Boston Fire Department showing the man being carried away from the scene on a gurney. Officials Mm. did not provide an update on his condition or even explain how it is that he came to fall between the walls in the first place. Well, you know, Back Bay is Antrac. You wonder what his destination would have been. And, uh, you know, how much is the fare to wherever he was going? I would assume you don't pay a fare to get to the wall. Right. And, And how, I mean, how can you even have... That kind of situation where there'd be a gap between two walls that some passenger could even fall between. Well, I don't understand how that can happen. Well, sometimes people wander where they shouldn't wander. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. You know, sometimes, and I, I can't say, it's been uh, quite a while since I was at uh, Back Bay. Mm-hmm. But, you know, sometimes in Boston they'll, they'll build something uh, to conceal something that had been previously built by adding something in front of it. Well, I'll buy that. And uh, as opposed to, like, you know, you know, uh, you know, completing the job and you know knocking something down, or you know doing good quality finish work, and mm-hmm. then all of a sudden there's like two walls that someone could lodge themselves into because let's say they drop their keys or the phone between two walls. And sure. They, they, the only way to get it is to try to get into both walls to grab it, and all of a sudden, boom, you're stuck between two yeah. walls. You're reaching down there, and then you just fall in. That's the only thing that makes any sense I to me. I guess. I also don't know why you take Amtrak out of Back Bay. That's a very expensive way of getting anywhere. Well, if it's a direct route to where you're going. I suppose, but that's why I always always go to like South Station, take the T anywhere I need to go, around the Boston area, of course. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but these people are probably getting out of the city of Boston. Perhaps. Permanently. Perhaps. The FDA, by the way, investigating reports of people feeling stomach pain after eating Lucky Charms. They're magically... Uh... What <laughs> hospitalized? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> magically nauseous. They were. Yeah, they magically were magically nauseous. delicious up until that thing where your belly's flipping around. More than thirteen hundred people complaining on a food safety website, claiming that Lucky Charm cereal caused their symptoms such as nausea, diarrhea, and abdominal cramps. The FDA is looking into it, and according to General Mills, the maker of Lucky Charms. They have no idea, and they claim they had nothing to do with this, that it's something else entirely different. So They don't know what people are getting sick from? No. And if you've had any illnesses from Lucky Charms, well, you could report it, I suppose. Uh, you never trust the Irish. That's not actually made by real Irish people. What are you talking about? The leprechaun on the box makes the, makes the cereal. No, he's not really Irish. Uh, he doesn't want anybody to get a hold of his Lucky Charms. That's right. Hey, if you're eating marshmallows for breakfast, you deserve what's coming to you. That's my thing. I don't know about that. I don't know about you, but I was I was like uh, putting the mar- I would eat the cereal first and then leave the the marshmallows last because mm-hmm. yeah. they sit in the milk. They kind of you know you regenerate a little bit. Yes. Yes. Always. I did that with all of them. I did it with, with Count Chocula. Mm-hmm. I did it with uh, with Frankenberry mm-hmm. and uh, and also Lucky Charms. My favorite way to enjoy Lucky Charms is uh, by taking about, I don't know, 50 milligrams worth of marijuana edibles and then uh, and then yep. uh, chasing it up with like a two Eggo waffles toasted and then pouring the Lucky Charms over the top and then dousing it in chocolate syrup. And that does sound it, actually pretty good. Eating it like a sloppy Joe sandwich. Like, does. A, like an open-faced sandwich. <laughs> Breakfast of champions for <laughs> yeah. Steve Nagel over there. It's delicious. And then... <laughs> You know, you get uh, you get chocolate sauce all over your favorite shirt, but it doesn't matter because you're so high. And you don't you're care. Just so, you just want to e- keep eating it. 744, 
We're back, Steve and Dave on Rock 102. Coming up next, and now hear this audio from a JetBlue flight gone completely amok over the weekend. Stay tuned. That's straight ahead on Rock 102. Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock at 751 and Thin Lizzy on Rock 102. Oh, it is uh, going to be a nice day today and sunny and a high of 61. Go ahead, Dave. Now hear this. Now hear this. I'm sorry to hear that. Redneck noise, dude. Hear ye, hear ye, hear ye. Now hear this on Rock 102 with back Steve and Dave in the morning. Clip number one from Jennifer Lopez. She and Ben Affleck engaged again over the weekend and JLo showing off the ring in a video that she released. Here's some audio from that video. So I have a really exciting (laughs) and special story to share. So if you're not part of my inner circle, you have to go to onthejlo.com to hear this one. I don't know if you guys know what that is, but it is my inner circle where I share my more personal things and, um, this one's definitely on the J-Lo. Her engagement ring is green with a mm. silver band and probably worth millions of dollars. Now, uh, where would they be registered exactly? At uh, Like a Macy's? I mean, Bed Bath & Beyond is closed. But how about a Kohl's? Can, can you search that stuff up for celebrities, or is it just privileged information? That... I, mean, I would like to send something. Wouldn't you guys like to send sure, something? I would love to, yeah. Sure. I, I, I'm sure would would Matt Damon and maybe even A-Rod. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, I don't know if they'll get an invite, but why not? Yes. Um, by the way, I guess we're calling them Benefer officially now, but I, I think maybe we should consider some other combo. What do they call those names, by the way? Do they call them something, don't they? Is it uh, like a celebrity mashup? Or- you know what I call them? Mm. Stupid, because uh, they're they're individuals. Yes. Even 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 combined by holy matrimony, right. they are still individuals. J Fleck? I don't need it. Ben Lowe? No, I'm good with it. Afpez? No, I'm good. Okay. No. But uh, drunk, drunken, <laughs> drunken Lopez. Or? No, come on now. He's sobered up. So Allegedly. He says. <laughs> mm. Oh, boy. Yeah. Does that mean he's going he's to be sober for the wedding? Could be. A uh, Clip number two. A jet blue flight out of Cancun making several attempts to land at JFK in bad weather had to be diverted to Newark. And as it sat on the tarmac waiting to go back to JFK, Passengers had enough. Officer, my kids are panicking. People are sick back there. We gotta get off this plane. We tried to land four times already. It's dangerous. We're scared to fly. We want to get off. We're six hours. It's a three-hour flight. It's not your fault. It's not their fault. We just want to get off. It's our life. I'm sorry. People are sick back there. People are fainting. People are throwing up. A little respect for human beings. How long can we sit on this crap? It's not just one person. Everybody wants to get off. JetBlue had a mutiny on their hands there. Damn. Yeah. Everybody wants to get off. They should go to Southwest because that's where they were doing that last week. <laughs> that's right. Actually, they should have booked flights in spirit. They yeah. would never get off the ground. <laughs> you know, uh, going back to you know tying those stories in with the two guys masturbating on the plane. Yes. Yeah. You're already getting effed on the airline by buying a ticket nowadays. Mm-hmm. Ooh, what do you need to do that for? I gotcha. You know, mm-hmm. maybe it's your way of yeah. effing back. I wouldn't want to be stuck on a plane for six hours. Yeah, and I, and no. I, and I get it too. If they had a lot of turbulence trying to land, and they tried to land yeah. over and over, I was on one of those flights one time going into um, Florida. I think we we're heading toward uh, Orlando. My, my son and I. 
and um, man, just horrible, horrible weather. Every time they'd get close to the runway, because like it's this horrible like uh, lightning and rain, rainstorm, they had to pull back up again, over and over again. I thought we were going to die for sure, and then we finally landed, and then everything cleared. And you figure, well, what could possibly go wrong once they start up again here? I don't get it. But have I, you ever been on a flight like that where you thought you were going to die? Oh, listen, I, I walked off a flight once where the strap on my luggage had been ripped. Mm. And I, you, that wasn't the only thing that got ripped. I was so angry. <laughs> they damaged my luggage. That cost me money. <laughs> I've had that never, happen, too. Never had never been so furious in my life. Mm-hmm. Somebody asked me one time, they're like, uh, aren't you afraid of flying? Aren't you afraid you're going to die? And I'm like, I work with Dave Coombs. I'm not afraid of anything. <laughs> I thought you were you were going to say you feel like you're going to die by working with me every day. Cut number three from Rob Gronkowski, co-hosting the Nickelodeon Kids' Choice Awards over the weekend with actress Miranda Cosgrove. Uh, I felt like it went very smooth. Uh, it was a lot of fun working with Miranda. I mean, I thought we weren't going to get signed. And, you know, we, I thought we were at a thousand times and all of a sudden Miranda's like no 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 she's already seen me get signed 400 times she just needed to see it one more time and that was my first time seeing Miranda get signed and that was amazing so everything went so well it was a success by the way that's what the female passenger said about the guy that was manipulating himself next to her she's already seen me get signed 400 times yep yeah mm-hmm. yeah do you know that Miranda Cosgrove and uh, Western Mass News's Jordan Jagalinzer have never been seen in the same room at the same time really I have to compare those oh yes yeah it's uh it's almost uncanny mm. Mm. Gronk- they may be the same person I right? Carly working at yes. uh working at Western Mass News you really I Carly Amanda Cosgrove is 28 years old I just looked that up 28 years old Old. Doesn't that make you feel old as it, dirt? It makes me feel very old. You were watching that kid when she was like 11 or 12. I know. Gronk, by the way, also joking that Tom Brady should have been slimed for his 40-day retirement. I don't know why uh, mixing Gronk and slime together is the best idea. <laughs> I think it's yeah. a perfect mar- marriage there. I yeah. mean, come on. He's the perfect guy to be hosting that. He's the kind of guy that would want to see Miranda Cosgrove get slimed. Mm-hmm. That's the that's the kind of guy Gronk But he'd is. want a slimer. Uh, yeah, yes. Yes. Yeah. You know what I'm talking about. I know what you're talking about. We've got the 102-second sports coming up next on Rock 102. The following takes place between 8 a.m. and 9 a.m. It is 8 a.m. on Rock 102. We're going to have highs near 70 tomorrow for today. Pretty nice 60s and mostly sunny skies. The weather is brought to you by Aqua Pump, an expert on all water supply systems from the well through the pump and into the house. Here's your 102-second sports on Rock 102. Celtics with a win on the final day of their regular season, beating Memphis 139-110. to Boston will play the winner of the Cavs-Nets play-in tournament game, which tips tomorrow at 7 p.m. In hockey, the Caps beat the Bruins 4-2, and Hershey over the Thunderbirds 3-2 in overtime in an AHL game. The T-Birds returning home for three games in four nights at the Thunderdome, the Mass Mutual Center, beginning this Wednesday against the Syracuse Crunch. Baseball, Red Sox over the Yankees 4-3. Sox avoiding the three-game sweep in the Bronx. Sox playing in Detroit against the Tigers at 5-10 tonight. Football, Detroit Lions coach Dan Campbell admitting over the weekend that NFL teams will put up with a lot 
As long as a player produces on the field. During a press conference, Campbell said when he was coaching in Miami, a Dolphins player came in every day reeking of alcohol but was great at his job and the team looked the other way and this particular player is still playing today. Love to know who that might be. That's it for your 102 second sports coming up next tiger and scotty and everyone else at the masters according to bax's view from the couch on rock 102 and now bax's view from the couch brought to you by rocky's ace hardware your neighborhood paint store hey good morning sports fans how the heck are you as many of you know, yesterday, Scotty Scheffler was the winner of the Masters Championship at Augusta. Scheffler happens to be the top-ranked golfer in the world. He's also the fourth player over the last 50 years to win four PGA events in a single season, all before the end of April. He wins himself $2.7 million and his first coveted green jacket. And all anyone can talk about isn't the fact that the number one golfer in the world just won the Masters. All people really care about is how Tiger Woods made out. Well, it's like this. Not that great. Back Tiger finished the Masters in 47th place, 13 shots over par with 78s during the last two rounds. In other words, he wasn't just mediocre, he was consistently mediocre. And even though the fact that he made the cut and finished the Masters as 14 months after nearly having his legs amputated from a car crash is about as inspirating, inspir- inspiring as things were going to get for this guy. And yet... There were many of you who were convinced that he was still going to win. And yet he did not. Because you see, when you're 46 years old and your body has endured traumatic injuries and countless surgical procedures, the chance of winning another green jacket become dreadfully slim. Having said that, you should know the prize for 47,000th place is still $45,000. Folks, if someone were to pay me $45,000 for a weekend of disappointment and underachievement, I would have taken it and I'd be asking, where the hell could I sign up? If I get paid $45,000 every time I played a terrible round of golf in my lifetime, I'd be able to buy a yacht, a Bentley, and a brand new set of clubs for everybody on the course. Sadly, the most I've ever won was an ill-fitting golf shirt that I've never been able to wear. And yet, I still get you more use out of that than an ugly green jacket which would never leave the house. But hey, enough of my yapping sports brought to you by Rocky's Ace Hardware. Every profession has its rules of thumbs, and for painters, the big rule is never buy cheap paint. It's no bargain at all. Professional painters prefer Benjamin Moore paint, and they don't go to the big box stores to get it because you can't get them there. Benjamin Moore is only sold at independent retailers like Rocky's Ace Hardware. I'm back. That's my view from the cap. Rock 102 Springfield's Classic Rock. It's 8-11 with Bad Company and back Stephen Dave and Rock 102. It's going to be a really nice day today. It's going to be sunny and a high of 61 tomorrow. Not so nice, but the weather will be warmer. High of 70. It's 38 right now in downtown Springfield. Well, the Court of Public Opinion's in session here over an incident on TikTok. A woman being slammed by commenters online after she went on TikTok and admitted that she apparently went on 16 dinner dates in a row. Because she was broke and couldn't afford to buy food. The TikTok user, McCall Brock, explaining in her post that she ran out of money. So she'd just go on dates with men in order to get something to eat. Some of her followers called her a genius, while others said she was using the men. Her post post got over 1.5 million views, by the way. But she was just using them for food. Correct. Right. I mean, she wasn't using them, like, sexually or anything like that. It was just about 
getting getting free meals. Nor did she have any interest in these guys. She admitted, you know, they asked me out on the dates. Have uh, either one of you seen a picture of this woman? Yes. I'd buy her a dinner. I would. She's good looking. She's got her name? Uh, McCall Brock. Nice full lips. Like dirty, uh, dirty blonde hair. Uh, yeah, no, she's, uh, she's mm-hmm. quite attractive. Yes. The kind of woman who probably would look even better with a meal. Sure. And and probably doesn't eat too much, so it's not no, like it's that expensive, right? Probably, she's probably not like chowing down at the no. Golden Corral, no. you know, looking for like you know nine pounds of of uh, of, of crab legs. Mm-hmm. Well, these sites are not for you know finding true love anyway. What's the difference? Which sites? She's. You said she was on Tinder, right? No, I didn't say. I didn't see where TikTok. It, I didn't say where it oh, happened. Tic- she, but she, she posts- went on sixteen dates. She must have been on some sort of dating site. Well, yeah, but I mean, not. I mean, not all of them are <clears throat> geared toward one night stands. I get. To, listen, you know the way the world works now with social media being what it is. Mm-hmm. You know, not every interaction has to be completely online and mm-hmm. not every face-to-face interaction has to be about a relationship sometimes you're just you're just a little hungry and if you know i mean i uh, i remember back in my days when i was the uh, the least uh w- w- was the uh, the least fluid financially mm-hmm. i would have taken scraps from anybody sure. if they had given me like uh like the crusts of their breads after, uh, you know, like you know, okay. trimming them off. Yeah. I would have had it. You yeah, sold, you being... sold your plasma for beer back in college for Christ's sake. But I also sold. To be honest, though, I also sold my plasma for uh, ramen noodles, okay. for macaroni and cheese, mm-hmm. for uh, like loaves of Wonder Bread and butter. I mean, that's that's what I did. I used to eat like uh, mustard sandwiches, not because I like mustard sandwiches. It's all I could afford. So that's uh, you know. I, in hindsight, I'm glad I went through that. Now, had I known anyone willing to pay for my meals, mm-hmm. uh, being a slightly uh, portly young fella as I was, I would have uh, relished that idea. But th- these men weren't in it to pay for her meals. They were paying for her meals because they thought she was interested in them. So is she a genius for yeah. getting the free food, or is she using these guys to get the free food? That's yes the big question. And yes. <laughs> you that's say how both. you do it. You say both. She used them, and that's genius. Shake what your mama gave you. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I suppose if she'd been attracted to any of the guys... Then those yeah, guys would have had a chance with her, I guess. But then right? what she would have done is she would have scheduled a second meal. Yes. <laughs> well, let's go out and do this again. I had such a good time, and this yes. is so, and, and lunch was so delicious. And thanks for paying. We should do this again sometime. <laughs> How many meals do you think she could get off the same guy before he realized, hey, wait a minute? I'd say three or four yeah, meals. Probably, I mean, at least probably right. I mean, let, let, look, we're pretty gullible. As a guy, yep. you guys are guys, right? You're, Steve, yeah. you're a guy. Let me check. Uh, Dave, yeah. you're a guy, right? Yes. I'm a guy mm-hmm. too. Mm-hmm. How many free meals would you pay for before you even started questioning? I, I think it would be three. I think that would be the the you know. You'd... Yeah, but if she's going out with different men, yes, yes. Yeah, so but I don't. The but you same wouldn't... guy isn't knowing that he's paying for three. No, I'm just no. saying. What if it were that situation? Oh, right. And yeah, she... but, and you wouldn't know that, right? You're just thinking, okay, I got three dates with a woman. She likes to go out to lunch. Gee, mm-hmm. I've never known any point in history where somebody uses their looks to get free things. I've never heard of that. <laughs> yeah. Well, right. I'll tell you what, Steve. You do it enough. Yeah. You just say, hey, uh, I mean, I've done it plenty of times. With my good looks, right? Uh, you just you just do it. So I think Nagel's saying that she was using these guys. I think you're saying that she was using these guys, but it is genius. 
Yes, because she's figured out a way to do it. I think again, the average guy is too stupid to know that he's being taken advantage of until you're talking about meal number four or five. She's not even a genius. That's just the way life works. Mm -hmm. (laughs) It's true. It's like, all right, yeah. If there is an expectation that I could get something out of this at the end of the date, you're going to spend the money for the lobster or the filet mignon. Now, is she a good conversationalist? Can she she tell a good story? Can she sit there and listen? That would be important. That would be, if I'm looking for additional meals, I'm going to find you fascinating. Otherwise, if if you're paying. Otherwise, if she's just feeding her face, she's just using these guys, I think. Yep. Shake what your mama gave you. Misbehave you. Just want to strip you, dip you, flip you, bubble bathe you. <laughs> what they do? Taste my raindrops, Kabo. <laughs> That's a wiggle by Jason Derulo. Yeah, I'm so glad you put it that Fantastic. way. Fantastic. Yeah. I'm so glad you put it. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, I uh, listen. Not everybody is going to have the ability to pull this off. Mm-hmm. I know lots of very unattractive people, and I would mention them by name, but I think that's a little indiscreet. Mm-hmm. Uh, but they know who they are. They would have a hell of a time getting any free meals off of anybody. Well, I suppose Here's someone has gotten sixteen of them. Yeah, I suppose Good on her. I suppose you could use a fake photograph and then show up all ugly and stuff, and yeah, you'd but, still get the meal probably. But if you're so ugly that the other that the person buying the meal can't keep their meal down, yeah. then we got a problem. Mm-hmm. You're never going to see another meal. You're going to have to lie sixteen times. And you know what? Uh, if you show up looking like Quasimodo to a dinner date, he may uh, find a way to ditch. You're right there in the restaurant. Probably, but if you're Quasimodo and you can carry on an entertaining conversation, as you said, tell a good story, mm-hmm. okay. Yeah. I would be in, I'd be entertained anyway. On the other hand, there's nothing wrong with ramen noodles and macaroni and cheese. Mm-hmm. Nothing wrong with it at all. Overstated, underrated, everywhere I've been. Can you wiggle wiggle for the D-O-double-G again? He brings up a very good point. Can't argue with that. No, you can't argue Come with on, that. baby, turn around. You're a star, girl. Take a bow. Take a bow. Oh, yeah. It's just one thing that's killing me. How you fit all that in dim jeans? <laughs> See what I'm talking about, Dave? Because huh? you know what to do with a big fat butt. But wiggle, 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 wiggle. Great stuff. Just a little bit. Of- <laughs> <laughs> Didn't say what she was wearing. I don't no, think. I don't know. <laughs> no, I, the only picture I'm seeing here is a, a headshot. Mm-hmm. I don't know what she looks like from the chin down. Right. Could care less. Got a beautiful face. You can never know, by the way, what it is from the head down. A friend of mine once tried to hit on a woman that was riding on a bus with him somewhere. Mm-hmm. And then when she got off the bus, he saw the entire package. He's like, ooh, gotta go. Doesn't make her a bad person. No, no, it doesn't. She's, a, she's very, got a very pretty face. Pretty so face. He, was, exactly. he was shallow only after when he saw what yes. she fully looked like. Yes, yes. Not that not that right. any not huh. that any of us have ever been there. You hang out with a very suspect group of people. I Dave. sure do. Proud of it. Mm. Very entertaining group. It's uh, eight nineteen. We're back, Stephen, Dave, and Rock one hundred two. ACDC on Rock one hundred two with back, Stephen, Dave. That song apparently was written because of a club in London <laughs> that was in trouble for having excessive noise. You know the whole environmental health thing, and apparently you couldn't turn up your stereo loud after 11 at night in this particular neighborhood in London. A lousy neighborhood to live in. Right? Hey, uh, I don't know if you were aware of this, but uh, yesterday was the Masters. Yes. Golf. And, uh, you know, usually when the Masters are are done, everyone starts thinking, oh my gosh, I better get uh, ready for golfing. Well, now Rock 102 wants to help you out. The Rock 102 Golf Club is on sale, presented by Swing Oil Beer Company. Get 12 rounds of golf 
to some of the area's coolest courses like Keeney Park, Northampton Country Club, The Ledges, Crestview, and others. For only $199, 12 rounds of golf for $199. That should cost you $500, but it's costing you like less than $200. You're paying less than $17 a round. You get one for yourself, for a friend. It makes a wonderful gift. It's the Rock One Two Golf Club, brought to you by... Swing Oil Beer, available for a limited time, so don't wait. Get yours today at rock102.com. And you might even run into a drunken Scott Cohen while you're out there golfing. Or a very hungover Scott Cohen. That's probably more likely. You're likely to run into that any given day of the week. (laughs) And not necessarily on a golf course. The the Masters were just a a valid excuse. (laughs) That was was just his gateway. It's uh, 827 News is next to Rock 102. 829. We're back, Stephen, Dave, and Rock 102. It's time for news, and it's brought to you by Gary Rome Hyundai. Gary Rome will pay you more for your car, whether you trade it or not. It's time for news. Here's Dave Coombs. Latest from Ukraine. That country continued to brace for a more focused Russian offensive, and Ukrainian President Volodymyr Zelensky warning in his nightly video message last night that the coming week will be as crucial as any in the war, stating, quote, Russian troops will move to even larger operations in the east of the state of Ukraine. Meantime, get used to seeing Lynn Clark and Jared Olenoff together. They'll be a hot couple here in Western Mass because Olenoff is the lawyer who's representing the suspended Chicopee School Superintendent. Well, let's not let's not call them a couple. Hey, I, you know, we don't know that. Yeah, we don't want to start those rumors. Oh, I That's didn't right. say what kind of couple, guys. Well, I just a, said a couple. They're a comedy duo. duo yes. Uh, Olenoff and Clark. Right. Yeah. You don't yeah. want to see her get into his legal briefs. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Ring, ding, 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 ding. And if they're a comedy couple, it's probably sort of a ventriloquist and a dummy kind of thing because he's going to do the talking, right? Well, he has to. He's yes, the lawyer. Exactly right. You, ne- you never speak on your own behalf, ever. Clark did not speak, but stood alongside Mr. Olenoff as he denied for her many of the allegations against her outlined in an FBI affidavit linked to her arrest. So she took to the steps of the courthouse to do this. She's, by the way, charged through a criminal complaint with lying to investigators about an alleged extortion attempt against Chicopee Police Captain Richard Henry, with whom, apparently, she was having a relationship. Oh, badge bunny. Yes. All right. (laughs) This is according to a source close to the investigation. Maybe the same source that was texting you last week, Steve. I don't know. I don't think so. No? Uh Uh-uh. Because we were hearing hearing stuff from multiple Multiple sources. Multiple sources, yeah. It wasn't just one. Yeah, I don't have like a Mr. X. I have Mr. X's. Gotcha. <laughs> Mr. Triple X. Mr. Triple X. The 51-year-old Clark, who is divorced, had been in that romantic relationship with Richard Henry. According to the FBA affidavit, Clark said she felt Henry needed to be, quote, knocked down a peg, end quote. Romantic Again, or lustful? Yeah. Yeah. What's with the pegging? Can't answer either of those questions, guys. It says romantic in the report, according to the investigation. Well, you know, you've, you've heard uh, you've heard them say, "Hell hath no fury," mm-hmm. like an FBI investigation. Is that what it is? What the saying is, I didn't realize yes, that. Yes, that actually trumps a woman's scorn. Huh? Had no the, idea. The FBI actually comes at you harder mm-hmm. than a woman who's pissed off at you. Okay. You know, they. Uh, I believe this might have been part of the raid on the uh, the Chicopee Police Station. Uh, I think it was like two months ago. The FBI went in there. There was all this thing. And, of course, the FBI doesn't say what they're doing in there. No. But they, uh, you know, they uh, confiscated some computers. 
that'll be interesting to see what this investigation brings. Oh yeah, they, we're, listen, we're just scratching the gooey surface. It's gonna get it's gonna get grizzlier and grizzlier. Because we've heard some things. We win in that oh, case. Oh my God! Do get out are. your WhatsApp. Couple of goings on in Western Mass over the weekend to report on a bear cub. Had to be rescued by police Friday night in Greenfield. Officers responding around 8.45 p.m. to a report of a mother bear and two cubs killed after being struck by a car. But there was a squealing noise when they arrived on the scene and a very scared third cub. that had been able to seek refuge by climbing up a tree, was rescued by police. And a kennel was provided to keep that cub safe. The department saying it would care for the bear overnight until a wildlife specialist was scheduled to pick it up Saturday morning to bring it to Tufts Wildlife Clinic. Where's the dad bear? Hmm? Probably out drinking somewhere. Like yeah. Most of us, right? Yeah, some- I'm going out for cigarettes. He never sees his dad again, and then he watches his mother and his siblings get killed in a car accident. I'm going out for porridge. (laughs) I'll be right back. I'm looking for the one that's just right. Just right. Yeah, you and I sadly both had that happen in our lives, Steve. You with your dad, me with my dad. Well, my dad never walked out. He should have, (laughs) but he never walked away. (laughs) Saved you a lot of heartbreak, right? Never went out for the porridge. Yes. In my case, my dad walked out and just left it to my granddad to be my dad, and it actually couldn't have turned out better for me. I think my yeah. granddad was a great dad. Well, there you go. Now, I just I feel bad for the little bear cub though that mm-hmm. doesn't have his parents anymore. Right. We can sign him up for services at Rick's place if he's looking for some grief. I don't. Know, will will they let a parent? Ba- yeah, will they well, let a bear in there? Oh, they they might. Yeah. Well, we can make exceptions. He'll probably get a great life at the Tufts Wildlife Clinic. Better maybe than he could have had under normal circumstances. Who uh, knows? No, but it's hard to overcome that loss. Yes. Two suspects arrested by Springfield police Saturday morning after an armed bank robbery at the TD Bank on Sumner Ave. The 500 block to be exact. According to Ryan Walsh, the Springfield police spokesperson, additional info is going to be released once the suspects are arraigned. And that arraignment will occur later today. So we may have more info on this one to report on tomorrow. Do we know what uh, led up to their arrest besides bad planning? Doesn't say. Again, no details. Additional info will be released, Bax, once the suspects are arraigned later today. It's arraignment men. I see what you did there. Like arraigning men. With the weather yes, girls. Right, arraigning men. 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 Hallelujah. Hallelujah. It's arraigning men. men. Yeah. Uh, speaking of singers, Western Mass singer Lexi Weege, done on American Idol. She didn't make the competition's top 24. Although, fans... Won't get to see her on the show. She continues to stay busy with performances at Dewey's in Springfield on Wednesday nights. Well, you know, that's the thing. Uh, Most of the people that are on American Idol, the more successful ones usually come in like at different place levels. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. It's kind of like in college football. No one really wants to be the Heisman Trophy winner because they're cursed. No, they aren't. Sure. What are you talking about, Bax? Uh, more often than not, the Heisman Trophy winner does not become a great football player. In the NFL, you're talking about. In the NFL, yeah. right. Mm-hmm. And, and, and the, when it comes to American Idol mm-hmm. and some of these uh, singing competitions, you know, the ones that have done the best are not necessarily the ones who win. Like Chris Daughtry, I think, was a second-place finisher. There you go. Yeah. See, that's mm-hmm. my exactly my point. Mm-hmm. Look All at right. that, uh, that America's Got Talent. Tom Cotter came in second. To a to dog, dogs, mm-hmm. uh, which in turn made Tom Cotter's wife much more successful. Do you than have he any is? idea <laughs> that after all this time, most of the dogs he competed against have all been put down? Isn't that crazy? Think about that. Yeah. Think 
And he's still walking that. around with his second place trophy. I know. But if you scratch his belly, his leg goes crazy, which is very interesting. Yeah. He's got fleas, too. That, I believe. As for Lexi Weege, her failure, so to speak, on American Idol won't stop her. She's got a new single called Hydrangea. And a new single coming out soon and will also be touring. I I, uh, I am loath to say the word failure. The fact that she got up to the top yeah. 25 I said, is outstanding. I she said was, failure in quotation marks. Yeah, I but, did, I, but you didn't say quotation marks. You no, just said fa- I used... I. Everybody <laughs> look at the radio yeah, showing yeah, Dave yeah, using quotation yeah, marks. No one can I, see your quotation marks. I used my voice to indicate yes, that. Yes, but you I use think. your voice like that for everything, yeah, so nobody can tell the difference. I've never seen anyone speak so parenthetical as you. I'm saying that you have to say she's not. It's not failure. Failure would be the guy that comes in dead last. Failure is the guy that doesn't get to go. I agree. To, William Hung, we don't get to go to Hollywood. I agree. Before Lexi Weege's family comes down on me, well, I agree on we that. All be proud yes. of Lexi Weege. I agree. Saturday was a rainy opening day at Six Flags, New England, but the weather did not stop people from enjoying. The area. Was okay? that air quotes? No, I didn't use air quotes there. Well, you kind of raised your hands while you I, did that. I, but I did not actually quote them like that. You did like like <laughs> Trump was making fun of that reporter from yeah, the New York Times. Yeah, I sort of did a Richard Nixon. <laughs> I am not a crook. Yeah. I did that. I didn't do the two fingers all on right, either yeah, hand. No, no so we I'll heard make it. that clear. We heard it. People from all over braving the rain to enjoy the new features at Six Flags. Did you when, put that in air quotes too? I <laughs> Again, did you see me? Did you see me raise my hands? There's no new features at Six Flags, though. You know, I don't want to to, to, uh, persuade anyone not to go to an amusement park in the rain, but I don't know if I'd want to sit in a seat Mm -hmm. in an amusement park on a ride in the rain. Yes. Mm I don't like it. Who cares? You're you're getting wet no matter what. You're going to go on the the water. If I'm in the water park, sure. But they sometimes shut down the water park in the rain. Well, that, that's all the other silly. all the other rides. I'm not sure I want to sit in something and I'm going to walk out of there with a wet ass. Yeah, but there's less people on the rides. That's the time to go. I know, I know. I'm just saying. I just don't want to be wet. There are new features at Six Flags, by the way. Oh, good. There are apparently more flowers and more beautification efforts, more selfie spots, and also apparently new features like single rider lines and enhanced. Food operations. Sign me up. Hey, there you go. A man who works as the Easter Bunny at a St. Louis area mall is accused of assaulting a police officer. Police saying the man assaulted a female officer and then ran through the mall around 7 o'clock last Thursday night. Officers caught up with him. They believed he was a threat and tased him to make the arrest. The man, whose name was not released, had been dressed in a bunny costume earlier that day at the mall. However, he was un- out of the costume. Unfortunately, he was not in the costume when he was tased. Well, I don't think you could tase anybody if they were in a bunny costume. Well, see, if they're dangerous, if they're deemed as what no, no, they no. say, I mean, do, do, do the do the prongs go into oh, your I body? You- I mean, if it's if it's just you know, I mean, I don't even know. Maybe there's a taser expert who can tell us. I mean, would the taser penetrate a bunny outfit? That's what you're asking, right? Yes. I don't know. Steve, got I, got any knowledge on that? I don't know how to tase. Uh, I know how to tase a bunny. I can tase a bunny. I don't know if I could tase a Santa. Tastes like chicken. Ah, you see what <laughs> it's see what yeah, I you did see there. Uh, That's what I just did right there. Yeah, taste buds. Yeah. yeah, and and how I mean, how horrifying would that have been for kids to see the the bunny rabbit tased? Yeah, no the kidding. Easter bunny, right? I know. So it's a good thing that didn't happen, I guess, right? Well, I mean, 
Bunny should have listened to the commands. <laughs> I mean, if the the buddy's being you know locked up in a paddy wagon somewhere, then all of a sudden you have to focus on Easter as a religious holiday instead. Mm-hmm. And no child wants that, right? Well, there's an an event returning to Steve Nagel's neck of the woods. The Westfield River Wild Water Race is returning after a two year hiatus because of COVID nineteen. Is this a, like a raft thing or a canoe canoes, race? Canoes. Two canoes, yeah. Canoes and kayaks. It used to be like a two-day event, and then they knocked it down to one day, I think because mm. of the maybe the participants and uh, skill levels, because mm-hmm. it was like the pros were on uh, one day and then the amateurs were on the next day, but now I think they all just go together. When I was a kid, my dad and I, couple, for a couple of years, went to the uh, the Medfield uh, canoe race ah. down the Charles River. Hmm. And uh, I think the first year my dad and I were in it, so you know he was, you know he, he's, uh, you know I'm up front, he's in the back, he's telling me what to do, I'm acting like every ten year old kid in the world. I don't know what to do. Why are you yelling at me? And uh, we capsized the uh, the canoe. Oh. Now that wouldn't be a big problem, say in a nice crystal crystal clear waterway, say like the Connecticut River, but in the Charles with that dirty water, mm-hmm. I was wearing a white t shirt. It came up brown. Was there anybody out there? Oh, they were out there. I mean, they weren't swimming, but they were out there. And how'd you do in that race, you and your dad? Uh, we finished. Mm-hmm. We finished. I think we did it like three years in a row. Were there beers involved, or were you too young to be enjoying beers was, with your dad? And- I was 10. Yeah. So no, <laughs> there weren't be- if there were beers involved, they weren't being passed around to me. Now, now, what year was it that you capsized the canoe? Was it the first or second, third year? So 10, this would have been 76, 77. Yeah. Yeah. So you, that was the first year you did it? You capsized the canoe? Believe so. What yes. would make a grown man go, you know what? This was so much fun with my son. I want to do this again. And the possibilities that we could uh, capsize the canoe in freezing weather inside the Charles River. Well, it was summertime. It wasn't uh, freezing. I mean, it was, a, it was a seasonable day. Yeah, but still. Well, you know, the special times, the quality times between the father and son. That's it. I wouldn't do that again with my kid if we had a bad experience like it that. It wasn't a bad experience. You, just, you <laughs> fell into a dirty into a dirty river. That's it. That's all. Could have been worse. It's not like I drowned or you know, I lost my keys or my, my phone got wet and had to sit in a bowl of rice all day. It was you know, nothing bad. No, but why would you want to do that again? That's what I'm saying. Because next year, next year we'll do even better. And did you ever win? <laughs> God, no. God. Not even close. And Steve, you said you've attended this Westfield River Wildwater Race as uh, a as a spectator before. Yeah, yeah. It's going to take place April twelfth this year from my deck. Yeah, you yeah. can see it all happen from your deck. I, in my old house, I could. Okay, I could see the little heads bopping on down the river right. as they went by. That's fun. Well, and in this story in MassLive.com, they compare the Westfield River Wildwater Race to the Holyoke St. Patrick's Parade only because both had to go on hiatus because of COVID nineteen. And I know you guys have said that that St. Patrick's Day parade is a big party. Yeah, a- I, any I, better or worse than the Westfield River Wildwater Race? You know, I don't know because the restaurant <laughs> that they used to start at or near is closed now okay the rapids uh, bar is uh no rapids longer, is closed no really? longer in business no now. kidding well it's it's t- listen uh, the pandemic hit everybody no uh, i get pretty it hard and it's hard to keep a when you don't have like it's not like you know we live out in the middle of nowhere so unless you don't have the same kind of traffic you would if you had if you were in like a westfield or a northampton right people have to make an effort to drive out there and it's hard to keep keep up a God. business when we, you know we used to do a we, we had done a work release there at the rapids 
mm-hmm. and uh, I forgot the, the name of the guy who was who was running it. Derek. But, yes. Yeah. He put out the biggest spread of food yeah. I had ever seen. Yeah, was, and by 7 o'clock when we were done, that's when the prime rib was just coming out. Wow. Yeah. Like, oh, my God. It was yeah. like, it was endless. Yeah, it was. Uh, endless amount of food. No wonder they went out of business. Well, no. No, <laughs> we, we, we stuck around. It was, the food was good. Yeah. It's a, it's a trying to it's trying to keep people from to come keep coming in your restaurant. I mean, it's hard, especially yeah, when no you kidding. don't have uh, table service and stuff. Today's going to be mostly sunny with uh, temps in the low sixties. It's eight forty five, and that's news on Rock One Hundred Two. When you Rock One Hundred Two, Springfield's classic rock. It's eight fifty in Tesla. We're back, Stephen Dave, and Rock One Hundred Two. Hey, it's a good stretch of weather. Sunny skies today. Temps in the low sixties, and same for tomorrow. We might hit seventy tomorrow. Uh, remember last week I was talking about no, the, okay, you don't remember that? Nope. Uh, I was talking about being on an intermittent fast. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. This is the mm-hmm. time of the of the day, eight fifty. Yep. Uh, where I am starting to get hangry, and uh, and 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 short tempered. Okay. I haven't yelled at either one of you guys yet, but that could still happen in the next couple of minutes. And I'm I'm wondering for anyone who's done this, whether it's okay to take. A break from the intermittent fasting without dismantling everything you've done. Like I'm wondering if like a like a four to seven day break from intermittent fasting would be uh, good or or bad. No, how many weeks have you been doing it? This would now be like my uh, third week. So you got three more weeks to go. It's six weeks to make or break a habit. Six Man. weeks. If you do keep doing it every day, you're going to be on the right track once you get to that six week mark. Look at me. I'm wasting away. I mean, I'm just a. I'm like a shell of my former self. No, you're not really. Uh, how many pounds have you lost? Six. Really? Yeah, I've lost That's six over the course of how much time? Three weeks. So in three bad. more weeks, you probably lose uh, up to twelve. Or I could start plateauing. Or going the other direction. Worse. I don't know. I just. I. There's just something about like this time of day where I'm thinking. If I don't eat something yeah. like now, I'm I cannot be responsible for how Listen. I act or who gets in my way. Listen, mm-hmm. uh, being overweight is hard. Uh, being healthy is hard. Yes. Which hard do you want to choose, Bax? Which oh, hard do you want to choose? Know. So so difficult to choose how hard I want to be. You want to um, char- you want to choose the hard from the chocolate banana that uh, drips cream down your cheek. Oh, I see Don't what you're, you? I see yeah, what you're doing. Yeah, you see? I see what you're doing. You're trying to put thoughts in my head. You know, Dave, uh, what do you think? Uh, you want to go get a breakfast sandwich after this little break here? Yeah, we'll delicious. To- Maybe with some like ham and bacon in there as well. A little oh, cheese oh, coming over the side. Coughlin's, oh, wow. up, Coughlin's up here has uh, prime prime rib hash. Get out! Yeah. Yeah. Really? Yeah, it's really oh, uh, sounds great. Mouth with the peppers and the onions. Yeah. And well, the listen, and- if you're going to just hold on to like 10.30 this morning, I'd, oh, no. I'd be ready to rip nah, right no. into that. Steve and I are we're pretty leave- much hungry right now. Yeah, really, so. we're going to record the rest of the hour. Really? Nine o'clock and then I'm hungry right on. now. Yeah. Mm. Are you? I wouldn't mind like a a big thing of hash. Yeah, well, it would no, be nice. Yeah, we'd 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 be we'd be enabling you. By the way, that wouldn't be a good well, thing. Well, I or... think enabling is a very strong word. I think just you know the the power of suggestion can go uh, pretty far when it comes to someone who's intermittent fasting. Wouldn't you rather uh, support your efforts to intermittent fast? <clears throat> well, I mean, realistically, I haven't eaten anything since five thirty. Okay. So. I mean, in a way, I kind of have, <laughs> I kind of have fasted for long enough. You mean five thirty last night? Yeah, that's right. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I mean, theoretically, mm-hmm. I could, I could, mm-hmm. I suppose, 
eat now? I mean, does it have to be like 16 hours in a row? Really? Yeah. Yeah, it, it does. does. Yeah. Son of a bitch. <laughs> Why don't you plan that idea. better? What time do you go to bed? I go to bed like around 8. So, so, and you're stopping at 5.30? I'm stopping at 6. All right. Six so thirty. It's actually six thirty. So six a.m. be twelve hours. Uh, so yeah. ten o'clock. About r- r- roughly around ten o'clock. Yeah, ten ten thirty. Yeah. yeah, that's mm-hmm. usually when I get home for lunch. Why don't you change the schedule up? Uh, stop it at uh, you know like three thirty in the afternoon, and that way you'll uh-huh. be able to enjoy breakfast here yeah, in the but, morning. But what would that do to my dinner? Well, you'd you'd be having your dinner early anyway, because you would, because you're a radio host in the morning. They tell you you not to eat too late in the day anyway, so uh, you'd be setting yourself up uh, and uh, keep drinking water, filling Uh, your body up. Yeah, essentially, I'm eating. I mean, I eat my breakfast as I walk out the door at like four o'clock in the morning. Then you just saw me. I had some chicken salad for my lunch about an hour ago, and my dinner. My dinner. I watched it. I I believe (laughs) I watched every bite, (laughs) and then I'm going to have my dinner. Mid-afternoon, just like Steve suggested. You know what it takes? Steve is right. It takes like six weeks for this to really yeah. kick in. Yep. And like every other diet I've you know, ever been on, apart from you know uh, a few years ago, it's like I'm really good for like two weeks. Mm-hmm. And after two weeks, I start getting like like indignant. Like, you know, like how dare people have, get to enjoy cake? Yesterday was like uh, my dad's birthday party. We left just as they were, uh, as they were about to put the cake out. Because I, I couldn't sit there and watch I can't every eat, idiot I eat cake. cake? Mm-hmm. I couldn't. I, uh, you should have done it. should have done it. should have had Even it. Even want to bring in my own food. Really? Yeah. To, to make sure that I wasn't going to you know, have something uh, you know unhealthy or, or, or bad. And yeah, you know, Normally, when I go to my dad's house, the food's excellent. But it's yeah. like, eh, we need to... We need to be good. Understandable. We we, uh, we celebrated Easter yesterday. Yeah. And, uh, you know, because we're not going to be around next weekend. And my, my girlfriend's mother made this whole spread with, like, ham and mac and cheese. Really? And mm-hmm. Green beans and mm. Portuguese rolls. Sounds and great. Potatoes. Oh, Yummy. And, uh, yeah, I actually got some up in the fridge. I'm going to start oh. eating that right now. Right yes. here. I'm going to bring it down here yeah. so you can smell every those, little those, scent of it. Those look those like, uh, like uh, kind of like semi-dusted Portuguese rolls, those real big ones. Oh, yeah. The yeah, real really good ones. ones. Yeah. Oh, my Oh my god, they're yeah, so good. Butter and everything. So good. Really. You can watch, Bax. So you can watch. Yeah. No, nah, I'm not sure I want to watch. <laughs> I, I I may just you know I may just hide my eyes so I don't have to watch you do it. You can check out food porn on Reddit. <sighs> I'm already on it. All right. Already on it. It's eight fifty six with Bax Steve and Dave and Rock one oh two.